You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blair Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, I'm coming to you from Earth 3. This is Lamar. This is Michael's <laughs> counterpart, but more straight. <laughs> what? Is that the code name you gave yourself is because you sound sick as hell? Because you are sick as hell this week? No, nah, I'm straight. Oh, okay. I got my little deep swag voice. <laughs> coming to your love now, baby. <laughs> Barry Manilow. <laughs> okay, all right. But yes, guys, I'm sick, so I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm going to be sniffling, coughing, hacking. Yeah, he was like coughing up phlegm moments before the podcast yeah. started. He had like a tissue in his nose. It's kind of gross. All that stuff. So if you hear it, I apologize in advance. Yeah, and I'm also, I still have the blurred cave, so if the audio sounds a little different, that's why Michael dragged me out of my fucking home to come to his house and his sick, his sick domain. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sick. Like I'm, not, I'm, I'm not dimension. leaving the house. Plus, it's like 101 degrees outside. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but Michael, you're sick for our very special episode where we have our two co-host winners of our iTunes giveaway. I'm, I got sick from all the love. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, AKA the Spider-Man and... Um, DC Comics nerd are going to be joining us on the podcast a little bit later. I'm listening to myself. I'm like, I sound fucking terrible. <laughs> you do. I'm I, not, I was joking. When I was like, man, you sound bad. I haven't spoken this much in the last three days, so I haven't really listened to myself. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I sound. Who, who is this person? Who are you? <laughs> I mean, kudos to you. That's like the dedication that we have to you, the listeners. Even when we're sick and dying, <laughs> coughing up phlegm. Uh, yeah, I told I told Jordan I might fall asleep on this podcast because I took some night theraflu. So. I mean, this is the podcast where we're finally be talking like about comics, and you're going to be too sick to talk about comics. Well, it's a trend. <laughs> <laughs> comics nerd, okay. Comics geek, comics geek indeed. But we've got a packed episode this week. We've got uh, we're going to talk about the death of Superman on the animation side, the animated movie, uh, the latest out of the New Fifty Two series of animated DC movies that's been coming out. Maybe this is the episode, or this is the uh, the movie that will finally break. The mass streak of the DC animated movies that's been going on lately. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Killing Joke. Well, was no, well, uh, we, uh, what's, his, what's his face was pretty good. Uh, but that wasn't part of the DC, the New Fifty Two continuity. No, I wasn't part of New Fifty Two. Yeah, no. Suicide we, Squad, Hell to Pay. Yeah, Hell to Pay. Well, no, that was actually. Well, kinda, kinda. Yeah, because because fl- Flashpoint. Right. Yeah, and it tied directly to Flashpoint. So you know that actually okay, I was wrong. That actually is some some recent ones that have been getting better. Before That's just that, one. Yeah, like all those Batman and Robin, the Damien-centric fucking movies. And, I don't like, know. I think they're getting the writers from the movies. War. They're getting the writers from the movies to write their animated series. <laughs> That's what kind of feels like. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but speaking of that, I mean, I think like Death of Superman is kind of like the apology letter for the fans after BVS. It's like, you know what? We fucked that up. Let's show you how we, we can do it right. Yeah, because <laughs> when I was watching it, I was just like, imagine if BVS was like this. Imagine if Man of Steel 2 was like that. One Man of Steel, too. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we also got uh, My Academia this week. Uh, Michael, you were wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You were wrong. I'm sorry. I, I, I was like, when am I going to bring this up? So, yeah, guys. <laughs> I said that there was no new episode this week, but I got my dates mixed up. There's a new episode. There was a new episode this week. It's just next week. There's no new episode. It works out though because we got Jacob on this week, and he's yeah. like our Deku with the podcast. So, and I didn't even realize it till like halfway throughout the day because for whatever reason I thought today was July seventh. You're so sick, you can't even think straight. Yeah, I can't, apparently I don't know what this is the darkest of timelines. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> But yeah, so we've got My Heart Academia, we've got the Superman, uh, we're going to talk some some Cloak and Dagger. Uh, this week's episode was pretty decent. That's like no news this week. Michael News. All right, guys, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I am the news. What I dictate is the news is all there is. <laughs> the news is, I'm sick, guys. Send me some well wishes. <laughs> and that's been Blur Vision for the week. <laughs> hey, man, I wouldn't even match you. In fact, they're even Jesus Christ. <laughs> The fact that even all the podcasts right now is like pretty amazing. So, kudos to you, kudos to you, good sir. I expect you to buy me dinner or something. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, before we get into all that, we have iTunes reviews, and then afterwards we're gonna dial up our our buddies Jacob and DC Comic Nerd. Um, so our first iTunes review comes from Poet Cartist. It's a five star review. And Poet says, love from the N.O., which I, you said New Orleans. That's what I'm assuming. All right. What I, like, I don't know what else. What? <laughs> Nothing else that's N.O. that I can think of. I, I don't know. Uh, finally getting around to giving you guys an iTunes review to help support the podcast. I will say I'm glad you guys review Cloak and Dagger because I wasn't familiar with the comic at all and was hesitant to watch. Does that take place in New Orleans? Yeah, it takes place in New Orleans. So there you there go. You go. There you go. Uh, but after listening to you guys rave about it, I checked it out and I really like it. And I'm definitely a fan of the show and how well written it is. Same. Uh, also, I've been listening to your past episodes because it helps pass the time at work. And it kills me every time Jordan makes an anime reference and Michael just doesn't get it at all. Yeah, it kills me too. Yeah, they're going to keep coming. <laughs> um... I'm always yelling, how do you not get that, man? <laughs> Anyways, I get you, Jordan. I get all your anime references. As always, keep up with the content, river flowing, and stay nerdy. You heard me? Oh, uh, he put a twist on it. <laughs> what a twist. All right, North, uh, New Orleans bringing the, the hotness, the new catchphrase. Stay nerdy, you heard me. I like that, actually. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yo, yo, stay, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to I'm say, too, I'm like. I'm too, I'm too sick to do it. I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> um... Next review comes from Regis the Lion. Say five star review. Subject is I got iTunes for you. I got I got I got. Hey guys, I got. Hey guys, I love the podcast. Been listening for a month and a half. I won't spoil the upcoming arc from My Hero Academia, but all I'm gonna say is clinch your cheeks. Oh, I'm scared. Clinch <laughs> some booty cheeks. I feel like we're getting all of this like dark foreshadowing to the future of My Hero Academia. Yeah, first, I mean, that other reviewer talking yeah, about something about, you said. Yeah, what I something I said was right, and be prepared. I'm like, you're huh, saying clinch your cheeks. What is, um, what is going on? Oh God, <laughs> Jordan may be all might, but he also rages like Endeavor. <laughs> I'll take that. So I get then, that, then that just means you're Endeavor. Then <laughs> <laughs> who's the number one now? I'm both. I'm one and two. You're your best genius. No, bitch. I'm all for one. I'll take it. I have all the powers. I created you, bitch. Uh, next review comes from Super Low Zero Two. It's a five star review. And the subject is workout. But how low is he? <laughs> Super. <laughs> uh, hey, at Black Gay Comic Nerd. 
What? Yeah. That's incorrect. <laughs> I was worried. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> no, don't actually, because you know we read comics. So. Yes, I do, bitch. <laughs> Uh, I was wondering what kind of workout and diet you were on. Uh, and I love the show. It helps me get through school days. Diet cake. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're the worst person to ask for diet advice. Then. <laughs> I mean, cake is delicious, but I don't think it gets you abs, man. I don't. That's why I don't have any. <laughs> need to ask Jordan. He's the one with the big ass arms and shit. I'm going to second the cake thing. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, next review comes from me, Immaculate. And again, it's still a four-star review. But no, Jordan, what diet are you on? That's, that's what he needs to ask you. You're no the one, carbs. You're the one with abs and huge-ass boulder arms I mean, like, t- like Chris Redfield. <laughs> Chris Redfield. Man, if I could punch a boulder, <laughs> I wouldn't be on the podcast right now. I'd be fighting zombies in Guatemala or some shit. You can. You can. I can? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm actually, my cheat, I, I'm actually the wrong person to ask right now because my cheat day from last weekend became a cheat weekend, which became a cheat week, which I'm still in right now. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. one, one full week. Ooh. Whatever. But if you're on it for real, you should go, just as a general rule, low carbs, no sugar, uh, no salt if possible, and just clean eating. Just try, and, just try and stay with your meat and veggies rather than wheats and breads and... All that, you know, everything delicious. Don't eat that. <laughs> Lots of ice cream. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, ice cream gives you abs. The ice cream diet. Um, but yeah, me immaculate. He gives us a four star review again, and it better me immaculate. You better give us a five star next week because we're gonna be talking about Dark Knight's Metal today. Finally, we are no longer Fine. the podcast of Broken Promises. Until the next Broken Promise. <laughs> yeah, until then. But until then, <laughs> five stars. But me immaculate says, don't y'all ever disrespect Kendrick Lamar. I guess it's because I rapped Kendrick last week. Yeah. Uh, black cards, black cards aren't revoked yet, but you two are receiving citations for not knowing humble. Hey, I did know humble. I I, I identified Kendrick Lamar, and then Michael made fun of me for rapping. Kind yeah, of. I have Kendrick Lamar's album on my phone. Mm. But in all seriousness, I felt the past last week when Michael was talking about Disney. Uh, Wait, in all seriousness, I felt the part last week when Michael was talking about Disney Park workers. Each park clears upward of $7 million daily. Damn. And the fact that the staff is making minimum wage is sickening. Very then, much so. Yeah, $7 million a day? Holy shit. Uh, is making minimum wage is sickening and Disney should be ashamed. But on the other hand, I do need a good Fantastic Four movie before I go. I'm selfish, so go Disney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my nerd, the ner- my nerd self is like, yay, go Disney. But then the non-nerd self is like, oh, fuck Disney. <laughs> Seven million a day. What is that's that, that money going that's to? That, that's that Libra in me. I'm scales. Like, balance the scales. Is that why they could pay for that shit? Because they aren't paying their workers and smoke like snorting Disney cocaine and shit. <laughs> yeah, more than likely, they're giving it all to Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. You want to snort some of this magic? Oh, oh it's the good shit. I can't, I can't even try to do a Mickey Mouse right now. Yeah, your voice is like 10 octaves too low for that. Uh, next review comes from Bossa the Alert. It's a five-star review. Subject is, love this podcast. I love this podcast. It literally feels like the conversations I have with my nerd friends, especially with blurred friends. You guys get me through my daily work assignments and put me on the movies I didn't know were coming out. I will have to say, though, I like Fallen Kingdom more than World Stablerd. Uh-oh, Jordan. He's coming for you. <laughs> See how my tone changed at the end? And I was yeah. like, oh, man, this guy's awesome. And I was like, 
you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you if you liked it more, I mean, that's that's your that's your prerogative. You know, you're wrong, but <laughs> that's uh, your big choice. monster, big monster. <laughs> <laughs> I love big monsters. <laughs> and this other thing, you you can't go from a giant Irex to a like a kind of big and like eye raptor, like yeah. You can't go back. You gotta go bigger, bigger, better, more explosions, not less. And I'll tell that to iPhone. The phone. Wait, no. The phones got phones got small. Then they got bigger. Then they got small again. Oh man, gotta make it bigger. <laughs> more explosions. Uh, next review comes from Flaza Dude. It's a five star review. Our old pal Flaza. It's a subject is milestones. This is a big week, guys. Congrats on hitting episode ninety. Cue audience applause. So I'm sorry. I actually forgot this is the 90th episode. Yeah, so. I forgot. Yeah. But I remember adding it up. I was like, when do we hit 100? It won't be till like September or something. September? Well, oh. I wonder um, if it'll be close to my birthday. Oh, that'd be a cool birthday kind of thing. In addition, I myself used my rot powers and turned the competition to ash. Rot powers? What? What are rot powers? I don't know. The power to rot everything. <laughs> I don't know. To rot the podcast. Okay. Well, he uses rot powers and turned the competition to ash in my interview for an internship. Jesus Christ. Michael's head is exploding with phlegm right now. <laughs> We're just going to give him a second. <laughs> we are the blurred. <laughs> um, but congrats on the uh, awesome internship, bro. Uh, thanks for your podcast. Oh, thanks to your podcast. I feel more confident being myself at all times. Wow. He's giving us the win for that. Hey. It's kind of wow. You you're too nice, too kind, man. It's all you. Uh, you guys are the best, but it's like ninety nine point nine percent Michael and point one percent Jordan. What? I'll, I'll take it. Because <laughs> Michael has legendary sass. Well, I don't know. I feel a healing coming over me all of a sudden. <laughs> if you clap your hands together, you give Michael strength. It's like Tinkerbell. The, sick, the sickness is leaving me. Give me more. Give oh, me oh more. <laughs> Uh, also, what are your thoughts on Bushmaster? I think he's one of the best villains since Kilgrave. He adheres to the Islander style of life, and I think is really done well. And I can relate to, plus the choreography and acting are great too. Um, I'm going to pause it there because it goes to Cloak and Dagger. Uh, we're not going to talk about Luke Cage this week. We're going to give you guys one more week to finish up. Did you finish watching it anyway? Seven episodes. Okay, so you're, you're now where I was last week. Uh-huh. I'm probably gonna rewatch my episodes too. Cause I actually finished last week, and I got to that moment. Oh, I got super uncomfortable. And I was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> I was like, "This is it." Really? <laughs> I, I, I actually was curious to know what your reaction to that was because I was like, "I was like something." I'm like, "This can't be it." But what a weird development turn for Shade's character. Like, did that come out of nowhere? Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to talk about without spoilers, but it's just like. This is where you're going with shades? But in hindsight, you can see the way they interacted with each other. You can see it. I mean, yeah, this season. But, like, what about last season? Like, I, I, I didn't see any, like, hint toward this at all. Like, and for this to be such, like, a defining character thing for him. Like, it just feels like it came out of nowhere almost. This season, yes. It's like, oh, that's why they have this weird kind of sassy relationship. But, like, for those who know what we're talking about, it... I'm going to save it for our actually spoiler discussion, but if you do know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, or, not, just, or, not, or not even, because I, I guess unless you're looking for it, you won't necessarily get it, because my brother said he didn't know, he, he, he said he didn't notice it until I brought it up to him. He's like, oh. What? You mean he didn't get? He didn't get it. What? Yeah. 
Meanwhile, I was sitting squirming in my chair like, no way. No way. And they're going to keep going. Oh. But I'm just like, okay, they're just having, you make it sound like they went into a, like a full on like scene. I'm like, they're just having a conversation. What's uncomfortable about this? Well, I thought they were going to keep it more, see, that's funny that you said that he didn't even get it, but I thought they were going to stay kind of surface level to maybe give it like a question mark of like, oh, is it what we think it is? Or in read between the lines. But I thought they made it pretty damn clear. Like, spelled it out, basically. But that's just me. But he didn't even ask. We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Michael. He didn't even ask about Shades. <laughs> he asked about um, Bushmaster. So, I mean, from what you're, I see. You're an Islander. From what I see. Yeah, half, how, half Islander. Half Islander. How, how do you feel about Bushmaster? Because I really enjoyed him. Or if you look at my ancestry results, I got 19% Cameroon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just got my ancestry results. I did a YouTube video. Look at my stories. Get more information. <laughs> Instagram, Black Gay Comic Geek. But anyway, from what I uh, the, the from what I got, because like I said, I'm only seven episodes in, and they might do something else later on. But yeah. I mean, I like him. I wouldn't say he's the best since Killmonger. Killgrave. Or oh, Kilgrave. Yeah, he said Kilgrave. Even then, yeah, I've heard. No, people online have been comparing it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> people online have been comparing him to Killmonger, or in some cases, some people, Chris from Kenny Comic Quest, said he's better. I'm like, yo, you crazy? He's not even better than Cottonmouth. Not even Slow close. Your roll. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> um, I think he gets better as the season goes on too. So he gets even better, I think, from where you are. But um, but I mean, I like him so far. It's better than Di- fucking Diamondback. <laughs> he's literally if. If Bushmaster was in the second half of Luke Cage instead of Diamondback, this it could have been like the best season of Netflix, like overall. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. But him being in this season, I think, is good. He's kind of like he serves the role of like the Heath Ledger chaotic Joker character um, to more of the like the the straight laced um, Lex, Lex Luthor esque Mariah Black Mariah character. He's a better fighter than season one of Iron Fist. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Yes. Oh, and it's literally the after, like literally an episode or two after. I yeah, get he shows he shows up in episode ten. Yeah, I actually I saw. Haven't got, Iron I haven't Fist gotten episode. there yet though. He's for once. I actually enjoy Iron Fist. I'll say that. Okay. I was like, what? Where was this character at in the entire Netflix series so far? But um, but yeah, those are our thoughts for Bushmaster. He needed, he needed somebody black to write him. That's what that is. Kinda <laughs> <laughs> give him fucking swag. That's really what he was missing. Um. So, Plaza goes on to say, as you blow your nose, <laughs> it's just so much flip. We're going to try and make this a quick episode so Michael doesn't die on the podcast. Um, you say that, and then it's going to be five hours. <laughs> I'm going to try, man. <laughs> to wrap up, Cloak and Dagger is really good in writing. Uh, even though nothing drastic has happened per se, the story is captivating and tense, and Tyrone hit that he a man now oh okay sorry for the long review but it's great the way you guys interact with your listeners i'll try to lobby to congress to make it law to get blur vision to be sponsored by jesus christ michael's head just exploded with phlegm i'm gonna um, narrate every time i sneeze i am because it's funny i'll try to lobby the congress congress to make it a law to get blur vision to be sponsored by disney so we can get longer episodes and make sure Michael has a real reason to stay. I was like, um, if we get sponsored by Disney, we might be minimum wage. Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> you guys just like, yeah, we're sponsored by Disney. We're getting paid nothing. <laughs> um, all love to you guys. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Love you too, Flaza. That was a long but very good review. Uh, next review comes from... And we got. And wait, he's like, get me to stay. Where am I going? Is he trying to kick me off? <laughs> I was before we were talking about like getting paid and you know just the length of a co-host in the podcast at one point. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole thing. 
No, you're here forever. You're shackled to this shit. <laughs> I'm like, is he trying to throw me off the ship? What's going on? <laughs> Um, next review comes from Apex of the Hero. I, don't know, I might review. die tonight from the sickness. I might not be. <laughs> oh I might not be staying after all. Motherfucker, I will go to hell like Spawn <laughs> and drag your soul back to your podcast. Okay, is that how that works? Yeah, I'm like, well, guys, Michael died last week, but good news, I've trapped his soul in the recorder like Ghostbusters. <laughs> And, and gonna, now he'll be in the podcast and forever. And I'm going to document how I did it all on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Uh, next review comes from Apex the Hero, five-star review. Subject is, you've earned a second chance. Oh, oh, we've earned no. a second chance, Michael. What's, what's, what, what's Apex what have to say? What happens to the first chance? Well, let's find out. Did we blow it? <laughs> I think we did. What's popping, Blurds? I'm a rapper slash blurred, and I've been a listener since the BVS review, but have caught up. Oh, wow. That's like episode 10. So, basically 80 episodes. <laughs> Jesus. That's a lot. That's like a fucking month straight of listening, probably. Uh, my favorite intro was still the greatest show review. <laughs> that you uh, wouldn't let me fucking sing. Oh! Nah. You can sing, because I can't sing today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gents, this is the moment you waited for. Oh! Um, huh. I am Moana! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is sick. <laughs> What more could you ask for? Uh, my favorite intro is still a great show review. I almost stopped listening when I started hearing unnecessary DC jokes in consistent episodes. Okay. Slight fanboy, but I do love Marvel as well. Uh, we all knew the DC shows, Flaro, but come on. What? I guess he means we all know they're bad, but come on. I feel like something's missing there. But he says, anywho, your second... Your second was earned when you reintroduced me to my hero. You were right. It's way better than Dragon Ball Super. I yep. Yeah, fucking facts. Did you see the new thing that came out? Dragon Ball Heroes? No. They released... They're like really... They're like... It's almost like the... Like an OAV. They're like really short. It's only like eight minute episodes. I've only watched... There's only one that's been released so far. Is it's, it canon? It might be. Because it's like... it's It takes... Like it starts with them training with... um, What's his name? Weiss, just like any other episode would but it seems like it seems almost like a video game plot where it's just an excuse to have a world where you can draw from different continuities of dragon ball so coolers in it uh super saiyan 4 goku is in it as like a time dimension cop it's fucking weird yeah i'm not watching that it's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb it's admittedly dumb but i'm just saying <laughs> if you're a fan of dragon ball something to check out um i doubt you guys love luke's season two as much as i did Except Mariah and Shades. I mean, I like it so far. I like it better than season one so far. I also like it better than season one overall. I say that because I think Cottonmouth was still... That that part of Luke's season one was still stronger than anything in season two. Yeah, Cottonmouth was definitely better, but overall, I like season yeah. two better. Because in the Judas Bullets and Diamondback... Even though I still wonder, I'm like, why don't they shoot him in the fucking head? <laughs> they keep aiming for his chest. They know he's bulletproof. Shoot him in the head. And we aim know... For, aim for his eye. That's true. And, we, and they don't know, but we as an audience know, if you shoot him at close range with a high caliber gun, you can't fuck him up. Yeah. I mean, even at one point in season two, he gets shot with like a really powerful like custom gun and knocks his like shoulder out of alignment or whatever. Uh-huh. And even Bushmaster, like when he gave him that little... Uh, bicycle kick like that crazy backflip axe kick thing yeah from uh what's his name from tekken i'm trying to think the guy that does the kicks in tekken oh fuck uh, but yeah that kick he got a concussion from that yeah so shoot him in the fucking head 
Uh, stay nerdy, my blurries. P.S. Jordan's the man. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, well, why is you like blowing your nose? So you can't hear me. But he says Jordan's the man. So, yeah. I'm the man with this voice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next reviews. Oh, the next two come from our Deku and Bakugo of the podcast. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, Jacob, aka the Spider Man, who will be on the podcast shortly. Argument. Yeah, it's a five star review, and he says, "Hell yeah." Hey everyone, fantastic podcast as always. Also, thanks so much for making me a guest host. It is truly a dream come true. Future Jacob, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> and on that note, Flaza Dude's review almost made me cry. It was so inspirational. Uh, I don't I don't have much to say for this week. Adios, kiddos. Talk to you shortly. P.S. Kachan, a.k.a. Xander, didn't leave a review this week. Hopefully, I didn't make him mad. Well... You were wrong there, Deku. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere, Xander's kicking down a door and going, like, you he, idiot, Deku. He, he, wait, he waited for your review. And he's like, <laughs> actually, I'm going to let you finish, but... You're still trash, Deku. Xander says, uh, I'm coming for you, Akka. <laughs> or AKA. Uh, step down, AKA. If I, wanted, if I wanted it, you'd be dead already. Look, man, I don't want to do this, but you leave me no choice. You just won't step down. But if you choose to continue with this, I won't be afraid to pull a Batman v Superman at the end of The Dark Knight Returns. Wow. wow. <laughs> the ter- the terriblest of, movie- of movies. <laughs> well, I think he-, he used the term Batman v Superman, but he says at the end of Dark Knight Returns. So he just means the, the battle between Batman and Superman at the end of that movie. Uh-huh. So he's not invoking BVS. He's invoking what BVS tried to be but failed terribly. <laughs> I love his little rivalry they-, they got going. And on that note, let's actually get our buddy Jacob and DC Comic Nerds on the line and start some of our topics for the week. (laughs) Okay, guys. (laughs) And we're back. After a three... For those at home, it's been like... 10 seconds. I'm going to put a little bit of an interlude in the middle there. But for us... <laughs> in, the been, real, in the real world. <laughs> we, it's like the Hyperbog time chamber. We've been through three hours of audio problems to get this podcast to work. We have a new Skype set up with the iPhone and the recorder and all this jazz. But we're back. And we're here, me and Michael, with our two special, guest, special guests. Our A number one plus ultra fan, Jacob, a.k.a. Yay. the Spider-Man. Say hello, Jacob. Hello, Jacob. <laughs> and we've got the original winner, DC Comics nerd, uh, our, pa- our new pal, Mark. Say hi, Mark. What up? What's up, guys? Thank you for being on the podcast. I am so sorry. Yeah, thanks for your, <laughs> thanks for your patience. Because Jordan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Oh, oh it's all me? It's yes. all me, though? It's all on you. I'm the one coming with solutions. Also, shout out to Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest for helping us out with the recorder problems. <laughs> I had to do so much troubleshooting, so much cable finding, but you know what? It's fine. That's fine. It's not the listener's problem. That's my problem. It's on me as the host. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, oh, shut up. <laughs> You're not <laughs> But we're here now, and we're going to continue with the podcast, our segments of the week. Um, but before we start, I just wanted to let the audience know a little bit about you guys. I mean, Jacob, you're now infamous on the podcast, but I still want the audience to know a little bit about you. Just say like a little quick blurb about yourself, about your, your nerd fandom and all that jazz. Uh, I'm 14, as people who listened for a long time know. 
Uh, I live in Arizona. I've been a geek since forever. And I recently got into anime, thanks to Jordan and Michael. Oh. So, that's about it. All right. And with your recent rivalry, rivalry with uh, Xander, Bakugo of the podcast. <laughs> that guy scares me. <laughs> as he should. As he should. All right, Mark, how about you? Did you see his you? recent review? Wait, what? Say it again? Do you see his recent review? Yeah, yeah, we read it oh, aloud. Oh, yeah, we read it aloud. Right before we got, we called you guys. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious, too, in your in your review, where it's like, I don't think you reviewed it yet. I think, I think he might have scared him I away. His, he, he put a review an hour after I did. <laughs> he was waiting. He, yeah, he was waiting. He was, staring at, he was staring at the podcast app like, <laughs> I'm plotting. I hate you, Deku. You're trash, Deku. <laughs> All right, Mark, how about you, man? Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, been a blur for a while. I have a IG account called DC Unlimited, DC Comic Unlimited. It used to be DC Nerds. Uh, I've been in the anime, everything, comics, a little bit of everything. Big, big DC fan, but I love Marvel as well. Okay, DC fan. I guess that goes without saying in your name. DC, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect since we have you on today for a Death of Superman. I was waiting for that. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, you were waiting for it. I okay. about it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Actually, speaking of Death of Superman, should we start with that and then get into My Hero afterwards? Since we're on the topic now? Might as well. Might as well? All right, man. Let us talk about the newest animated movie from the DCAU, DC, DC Animated DC, Universe. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> it was like, hey, what? <laughs> In the vein of all the New 52 continuity things they're doing, Death of Superman. I got the alert. What's up? Initial reports are some kind of creature. If anyone's watching this, send help. This monster's killing everyone. Alert. Three leaguers down and we only just got here. Need backup now. This creature has not been identified and is rumored to have left members of the Justice League wounded or near death. There's one thing I can't stand. It's a bully. We need you, Clark. Don't hold back or he'll kill everyone. where you came from, but I'm sending you back. You can't go back after that thing. It's suicide. I have to get back to work. This city needs me. And it works because I'm dying right now from... <laughs> <laughs> you calling yourself Superman? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's I'm, a lie. I am the symbol of peace. No, you're doomsday, if anything. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, for those that don't know the Blurred Vision rating system, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Um, and for you guys, just so you know, I, I drop all the things in post-podcast. It's all the power of editing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so used to just hearing them at random. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now it's not, now you see the uh, you peel back the curtain. Yeah, behind the Be- scenes. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we talked a little. We talked about it a little bit before earlier in the episode, but this is it. This is actually what we should have gotten in BVS. Like that afterthought in BVS. You know, one of the most iconic uh, Superman stories ever. The death of Superman. Uh huh. We finally got that in its it, it finally living up to its namesake because we did get an animated movie before this that kind of touched upon the death and rebirth. Oh of yeah, Superman. this one that one pales in comparison to this one. Pales. Well, not to take away from it though, because for its time, it was still pretty freaking great. The first, it's like about the it was first good. half was the death of Superman story, and then the second half was the rebirth, which I think was a big problem because you're kind of like mashing together two very separate arcs into one movie and you don't really get a chance to kind of sit with the gravity of the death of Superman if literally 10 minutes later in the movie he's revived. This movie I think and I don't think it's spoiling anything and I can bury the lead in this the title of the damn yeah, movie the title of the movie is <laughs> Death of Superman. <laughs> so at least in this movie you get to the entire movie builds toward his death and at the end you kind of sit with the the, the finality or you know, the comic book finality, which is just to say, in the comic book, it's a revolving door of death. You die, and you know, so you just brush your shoulder <laughs> off, you're gonna be back in a year or so in the comic book continuity. <laughs> I think even in the most recent Rebirth True. arc, New 52 Superman was killed off to bring in the Rebirth Superman, which is yep. the classic Superman. So even there, and that, that was a thing where they killed him off, and it was, like, literally, the replacement Superman was right there as the old Superman died. So it was like... But then they brought him back to merge them together. So fucking complicated. <laughs> but luckily, and this is, I guess I'll just start with my thoughts on it. We're going to give our non spoiler thoughts first, and then we're going to kind of get into some of our uh, more spoil. Anyway, it's not really that much a spoil, but then afterwards, we're going to touch upon some of the spoilers in the movie. But uh, I'll start with my thoughts. This movie did a great job. All right, Michael's dying. <laughs> All right, gross. Poor Michael. Gross. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but this movie did a great job of. I think characterizing this version of Superman, um, something that the, I'm sorry for our DC fans out there, I'm, I'm sorry Mark, <laughs> but something that the DCEU Superman didn't really do. Like between Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League, there's almost, those, those three different movies almost have three different iterations of Superman. Like those three movies aren't really connected into one cohesive whole. Like, you kind of get a little bit more between Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, but just because there's so little dialogue with Superman in that movie, you kind of lose touch with that character in that movie, and then they kill him. And then when you get the Superman back in Justice League, he's such a, like, a 180-degree turn from what he was in BVS, it's, like, almost a completely different person. Mm-hmm. So, not only in this movie did they do a good job of characterizing Superman, because, oh, isn't it weird in a movie called death of superman with that arc you actually focus on that character weird <laughs> but not only did you do that but because we've had this superman kind of built up in all the previous movies leading up to this between justice league war um i guess to lesser degree kind of flashpoint paradox but then we get into um what was the one after that justice league war into uh, uh oh the aquaman movie throne of atlantis yeah aquaman movie and then you had the teen titans versus justice league yes so we've seen the Superman kind of pepper throughout this continuity for a while now, and to have a movie that focuses completely on him, uh, I think, not to overuse his pun, but it did the character justice. So when you actually killed him by the uh-huh. end, it actually had some kind of weight to it. Um, and on that note, things that they kind of introduced previous to this movie, because I was, I went in this movie with my arms crossed, because I 
like, like kind of like the New 52 version of the character. Even though we've seen the Superman before, I wasn't really sold on this iteration of Superman. Just like, just exactly just like the New 52 version. Like, he kind of seemed like an arrogant asshole at points. Um, we got a little bit more of his, like, uh, his human, his, uh, his uh, humanizing qualities when we saw glimpses into his relationship with Wonder Woman in this continuity. And I'm glad they actually touched on that in this movie. It wasn't like they just ignored it. Because this movie picks up with a Superman that has just started dating Lois Lane. Like, she knows his identity, but there's not really been a moment where he's revealed to her that he's even Superman by this point. And I was like, how are you going to kill off Superman when one of the most iconic scenes in Death of Superman storyline is Lois Lane holding his body in that final panel with, like, the, 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 the torn and shattered kind of cape floating in the distance? Like, how do you, how are you going to get there if they're not even really a couple like a, a fully fledged couple by this point. I think in the comics they were even married by that point. I think so. Yeah. So it was like that's that a lot of the weight of that death relies on their relationship. And lo and behold, I think this movie did a great job of not only selling me on the relationship just just in this movie because before this they weren't even a couple, but really making me care about them and their um, relationship issues so that when they got to that final scene, I did care. And that's that's like wow. For me to not care at all about them as, as a couple going into this and for me to actually care and then for it to have wait for him to die, that's amazing because BVS fucking had me loving the man of state relationship between Lois and Clark going into it and then me not caring at all when he died. <laughs> so like the 180 there is like, wow. Kudos to the writing team on that. And then not only that, but then you get the elements of the Justice League actually, you know, when Superman dies in the comic, it's the big deal because it's a, there are just the members that try and defeat Doomsday before him and can't. So it's that thing where the Metropolis and the world are relying on Superman, just like in that All Might versus All for One fight, he's the symbol of hope. You really feel that when not only the citizens are watching that fight, but the heroes are watching, and it literally all comes down to him. I'm gonna keep throwing this back to BVS, <laughs> but then you go to BVS, and it's a thing where that fight lasted like all of 10 minutes. Like I said, it was an afterthought in that movie. So when they get to that final battle, and it's like, Wonder Woman's not even that hurt. She's not even really bloodied or beaten at all. Batman, he runs around, throws Kryptonite in Doomsday's face real quick. Like, and they, yeah, Superman's like, I love you, Lois. And he looks a little, like, moist from falling in the water. But you don't really get that knockdown, drag-out fight that is the, like, the main bread and butter of the Doomsday versus Superman arc. And that's what this movie delivered on. Like, literally, this is an hour and a half movie. And I want to say at least half of it is the fight. And you, and you know, like you could say, like, oh, it's too much action, like a Michael Bay movie. But no, when you do it right, you feel the desperation, you feel the struggle, you feel like w- the weight of what it means to be Superman through the fight, through the actions. You watch his his commitment to his cause, his his belief in his like in, in justice, his belief. In himself and like the and the people that support him, like you feel that through the fight. Like it could be you could simplify and just say, oh, it's just two guys punching each other. But just like in the best of My Hero Academia and that all for one versus all my fight, each punch is like a representation and a symbol of like his ideals. It's like a metaphor. And when by the end, when he actually dies fighting, he dies for a reason. He dies for a purpose. And fucking Batman v Superman. I'm sorry, I'm saying it again. He died for no for purpose, no, purpose. <laughs> no reason. Hand the spear to Wonder Woman. <laughs> Problem solved. Exactly. 
But in this, like, there was no other choice. Like, it ends not with like a like a plot device of like, oh, he's got kryptonite spears, like a like a one-off easy kill. It ends because he just gives it his all, and the final clash, he's able to take him out. And they also do like a little bit of a twist on how he dies too in this from the comic. So it almost kind of feels like a, a combination of the BVS versus Doomsday fight and the comic, but done in the best way fucking possible. Uh huh. So I fucking loved it. So all that being said, yeah, because they definitely changed how he died. Yeah, but it was bad. Oh, the way they do it in the fucking movie, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but all that being said, I give this shit perfect vision. Like, and again, for me going in arms crossed, going like, "Yeah, okay, I've seen the animated Doomsday vs Superman before. I've seen a bunch of different iterations of the Superman vs Doomsday fight, and I've seen the BVS version." So I'm like. I've seen this so many times. Like, I, you need to impress me, and like it did. And okay. for it to be the New Fifty Two version on that's, top of that, that's like, interesting. Yeah, your rating is higher than mine. <laughs> Spoiler. Really? Spoiler. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to hear what you thought it's, about it's, this. It's, it's not even that. It's not even that big of a. So, but yeah. Uh, overall, what I thought about this movie uh, going into it, just like you said, I went to this movie with my arms crossed. I'm like, ah, oh, it's another DCAU movie in the new 52 universe for the most part those movies haven't really been that good to me lately it's been like uh uh law of diminishing returns more or less okay after each dceu movie it's i'm all just all those damien movies right pretty much all of the, the, the bat, son of batman and even throne of atlantis wasn't that good and i and yeah. I, I like justice league war but i was like eh. it was okay it was okay it wasn't like amazing no it wasn't so yeah i went into this movie with my arms crossed but uh Cause, and then when I watched it, I was just like, all right, I feel like it's kind of quick for them to just be like, oh, he has this relationship with Lois Lane. And even though the last time we saw him, he was with he was with Wonder Woman. But I'm glad they still at least touched on it. And they didn't, did address it. Yeah, yeah and didn't uh, just throw it out the window as if it just retconned. It didn't exist. But yeah, uh, animation still on par with the uh, new 52. And I like the new voice actors. But the thing that I... The reason I said I would give it a, a, a lower rating than you do because for when I watch this episode, I have to compare it to what happened with My Hero Academia. <laughs> and oh, wait, before you continue though, isn't it weird that they just happened to leak this super at the early? Same, yeah, they yeah. did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh fuck, the enemy's doing better. My Hero Academia is, to throw, is stealing our thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, the, release the footage, release the footage. We're the original motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so I have to compare it to My Hero Academia and watching it and how I felt like well I'm not saying it wasn't but obviously all for one result one, is better I know I'm but saying. I'm just saying <laughs> considering what Doomsday versus Superman is supposed to be mm. I should be more I should have been more hyped for that fight also considering like I would say like A the action in this movie was way better than than the action in that episode of My Hero Academia. Oh God, yes, the fighting, the the choreography and the fighting was amazing. But the reason I say my rating would be lower than yours is because yeah, the action was great, but also I feel like the emotion wasn't as strong in this movie than it was in My Hero Academia. Like yeah, there were moments. <laughs> Not fair, <laughs> but is is it yeah. though? It is, it's, 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 I think it is fair because it's pretty much the same fight. Uh, yeah, but mm -hmm. at the same time, and we've also had time with this Superman, so it's not, not as like, much time as All Might. No, not as much time as All Might. The, but there's the been a lot. Been there's been a lot of movies with the with this version of Superman, so it's not like this is the first time we're seeing him. And then he's already so we we had like what one two three four, mm, 
I think you're being unfair by comparing three it movies. My yeah. academia. I can't help it. Okay. That's <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> like, you just set the bar so high, but on just the emotions, you can't compare it in that way. Because in the same way, it's it's parallel with each other. Like you have this version of Doomsday versus another. Like it's the same. Okay, well, I'm gonna ask you some follow up questions, but yeah, continue. But yeah, so uh, going into it. Like I said, everything I compare to My Hero Academia. So with the emotion, like, yeah, they peppered a little bit into, like, what Superman represented for the world. But I kind of feel like they didn't go enough into it. How? What else did you want? Like, uh, think about doing, like, the again, comparing to My Hero Academia. Like no, the mo- you can't. It's not comparing to My Hero <laughs> no, Academia. I have to. Because yeah. the emotion, you got to think about the emotion. It's not this, you got to compare. This I'm my- not saying that they're literally one-to-one. But just in terms of how I felt about it, I was just like... How about you compare it to other iterations of Superman in the animated movies? Or not just the movies, but other iterations of the bat- Superman Doomsday fight. Like, uh, would you DC. say this is better than this the is comic the- book version? I would. The comic book version? I, w- I would I say... It, I think it improved on the comic, which is a big reason why I'm giving it perfect vision. It simplified it, and it made it better. Because I think in the comic, it was like Booster Gold and a bunch of like D-list heroes. Well, yeah, they had a bunch of D-list heroes, yeah. like heroes that you didn't really care about. This but, was Flash, Green Lantern, Marshall. It was the main core. But I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to see more of the world, like, really coming together. Like, kind of like, what, again, the, going The random like, sailor wasn't enough for you? No, it was, <laughs> that's the thing. It was just the one, the one sailor, and then you had Lois Lane. But it wasn't really like the world is, like, rooting for Superman. Like, Superman, like, again, I have to compare it to My Hero Academia, where it's like, oh, my, we don't care. We do not care how you look. You are the symbol of peace. You are the yeah. only one that can do this. Fuck him up. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get, I hear my voice right now, and I hate yeah. the way it sounds. You're sick. Yeah, I'm sick. But, yeah, and I'm, I feel like I'm losing my voice now because i'm getting hyped but i didn't really get like i didn't necessarily get that from like everybody in the world it was just like oh we we know as comic book fans that superman is the only one that could take him out but i didn't necessarily get that emotion from everybody else yeah i got the connection from lois really there were a lot of scenes of the and that's why i liked because i feel like they took the best things even though they, they obviously weren't copying but i feel like they took the best things from my academia in terms of like when they show the world watching the fight, when they, they gave great examples yeah, of Superman yeah. protecting c- civilians and them like hoping that he's gonna win, like that it's not. I'm not gonna ever argue that it's as good as the All for One All My fight, but I think they did more than any other Superman Doomsday fight has ever done, like actually characterize him as the only one left to be able to stop this threat, and they had the world watching. Yes, That's a big I thing. Can, I can't. Ugh. I hear ah oh, the way I sound, but yeah, <laughs> I can't argue the fact that yes, in terms of every other Superman that they've that they've portrayed, mm. this is definitely the best one. But still, <laughs> but it's not my academia. But it's not my <laughs> academia, exactly. <laughs> and considering, and considering, you got spoiled, Michael. <laughs> I have because considering Superman came before All Might, yeah. I shouldn't be comparing All Might and saying All Might is a better Superman than Superman. I shouldn't be saying. I shouldn't be saying that. that. I've been saying that though. <laughs> so that's that's why I was like, I, I have to compare it because it's literally the okay, same. It's, it's literally the same type of beats. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It is. And I'm not saying that I should feel the exact same way, but I should get close like i'm like yeah the action was great the action was awesome Mm -hmm. but in terms of how i felt about like superman being the symbol of peace more or less this symbol means hope yeah i didn't necessarily feel that it was just like really i more or less felt the connection between lois and clark's relationship and mom pa kent that that whole i didn't get enough i didn't get enough of them (laughs) 
I thought the moments were great oh, though. They were very no, like. I'm not saying they weren't great. They were great. Yeah. But it wasn't enough for me. It wasn't enough. I wanted more. I wanted more <laughs> but, of it. But if you didn't see, this is so funny. But if you didn't see All Might versus All for one, I think you would have given it a perfect no, vision. No, if I didn't see that fight, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would give this a perfect vision. But because I already have something to 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 look towards. Oh man, you got jaded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have, but I mean. My rate is not that much lower than yours. No, it's, what's yours? It's but basically it's pretty much a high more than passable. Okay. So it's not it's not a perfect vision because. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not all might. It's so not it's, it's not, not all might. Damn. No. Okay. That's fair. Hey, I'm not gonna take that away from you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. So, all right. So that, you've heard us argue now, <laughs> Mark and Jacob. Yeah. Let my voice rest. I'm, yeah. I'm cracking right now. <laughs> yeah. I want now. I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Maybe you can be the tiebreaker on this. Uh, let's start with you, Jacob. How did you feel, our resident Deku? How did you feel about <laughs> this movie, Death of Superman? Um, I actually took a lot of notes on the movie. <laughs> okay, all right. See, my man taking notes. <laughs> He's prepared. Yeah. Um, I saw the first Death of Superman um, animated movie. Okay. And it was like five years ago, and I thought it was really good, but it was just kind of fast-paced because he came back alive uh, like ten minutes in real time. Yeah. So I definitely enjoyed this movie a lot more. But ag agreeing with Michael, I didn't really feel that emotion that I do with any other movie. But I still really liked it. The teamwork was insane. I, um, I'm a big fan of the DC animated films, New 52 and all. Oh, okay. So you actually liked the New 52 movies more than we did, probably. Yeah, I was a big fan of Justice League War and um, Flashpoint. Flashpoint's one of my favorites. But and Doomsday know, was really scary. Count the Flashpoint first... is part of New Fifty Two. I mean, it, it technically it starts Flash the New Fifty Two universe, so I, you can kind of count it. Didn't War come before Flashpoint? No, Flashpoint, no, Flashpoint came first. Yeah, Flashpoint was first. Uh, okay, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> but the characters were great. Doomsday was scary as. Ugh. Yeah, he definitely was. I love like the, the symbolism of him being like an apex predator. So you saw like the images of like a shark kind of floating around him when they first introduce him, and it's like that's the idea. Is that like, what the that shark was? just floats and kills and what's in front of it, and see when they killed the bear, like it's, he was killing other predators to kind of show you that he's the ultimate predator. Mm. That's deep. <laughs> Hulk smartest Avenger <laughs> Calm down, calm down. I don't know about that. Okay, never mind. But um rating wise I give it a really high more than passable. Okay. It'd so. be perfect if I felt more emotion, but I didn't nothing really resonated with me. Interesting. So you, like, at the end. you like the new fifty two stuff, but it didn't resonate with you. Now now now, I'll be honest, is this because of the, the All Might versus All for One fight? Are you comparing it? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Okay. Um, it's it's kind of like Michael said. I'm not comparing it to My Hero Academia, but there is no, like, um, for Superman to be the symbol of hope, there is nothing really driving the community and society to push him to do better. It was just Lois and Jimmy Olsen sometimes. And the sailor guy. <laughs> the random sailor guy. Exactly. One sailor guy. He was so I random. I'm not even going to say he wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Are you in the comics? I don't even know who you are. Like, give me a moment where everybody's watching the TV saying, Superman, Superman, or oh, you can do it. That Fuck him cool. up. Give me something. 
I didn't get none of that. Yeah. Me neither. I guess him okay. saving that kid on the bridge was kind of it for me, and people just watching on like the the news reports and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, there wasn't any like everyone cheering his name or anything. Was that? But but I don't know. I guess for me because it was the best iteration of this storyline I've I've seen. I did get the emotions from it. But also, I'm not going to say that all. I also wasn't wait, superimposing wait. my did feelings. Did you cry? Did you cry? No. Okay, then. It's not perfect vision. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me feel things. I didn't no. feel for it. What did you say? You crying is a... Is that is not, a, not the, the, the only way I can give something perfect vision. Guys, cry. Jordan didn't cry, so he shouldn't be rating the perfect vision. <laughs> if there's no tears, no perfect vision. <laughs> all right, all right, Mark. You're the DC Comics nerd. How did you feel yeah. about Death of Superman? Perfect vision. Hands there down, we go. <laughs> you see, I'm not Marvel fanboy. Without, without, without going into spoilers, it's perfect vision. I can give you the details why it's perfect vision. No, he's not spoilers. No. Oh. No, but he, he did have emotion in there. He he went into detail. You may not get all that background where they were saying, go Superman, go Superman. But you could tell by the way that his squad was cheering him on, he was the heart of the team. Like, yeah. like the moment we're wondering, uh, let's, let's just jump into sports now so we all kind of give our. Wait, what, so your rating is perfect vision, right? Perfect vision. See, that's what I'm saying. It's my man. <laughs> uh, the moment where uh, Superman jumps in the middle of the fight after he's Doomsday's wrecked everybody, and Wonder Woman gives her, yeah. like, the. If, even though there wasn't a thing about it, though, nah, 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 I heard that shit in my head because her fight with Doomsday <laughs> was fucking tough. Yeah. When he jumps in, and right before he goes to, like, continue the fight, and she grabs him, and she's like, Clark. It's up to you now. Like I don't forget, I forget exactly what she says, but that moment, like, don't hold back. Yeah, don't hold mm-hmm. back. That I got chills just from that. <laughs> like that. I was like, ah. But did you cry? <laughs> I didn't cry, but I got, I got, I felt feelings. Like I was like, I not crying. Feelings. I wish I recorded my reaction, but you I, didn't cry. <laughs> I was like, yo, they kicked this up for all my. That was going on right now. And didn't you cry during all my versus all for one? Dude, I weeps. You know I did. Okay then. <laughs> but not, not all perfect visions are equal. Yes, they are. <laughs> but for the DC, this is probably the closest, uh, the most I've felt in a DC. Every, every anything. perfect vision, you cried. That's not true. <laughs> I, Jacob, yeah, you're a historian. <laughs> yeah, it is know. true, Jordan. It is true. You cry in every perfect vision. You <laughs> exactly. Every That's single not time. True. I don't cry in every perfect. I didn't cry you in know, um... that part with Deku did his powers. He didn't cry when All Might was talking to him. He didn't cry during that part. It's like Which like the father and son speech. It was at the beginning. <laughs> uh, well, I, like I still cry in the episode. episode of, uh, I'm gonna say yes, he uh, did. I didn't, I didn't cry in one of my ep- favorite. No, episode episode one of uh. My Hero Academia, he didn't cry and gave it a perfect vision. The first episode? Wait, the first episode? Yeah. Oh, episode it one? Back, it was first or second of My Hero well, Academia. Well, second, I did cry. Perfect <laughs> yeah, second, he ah, cried. <laughs> but, but, but no, I didn't, I didn't cry in my favorite scene in Jurassic World 1. That was just a fucking, oh, this is awesome! <laughs> uh, the Irex versus Raptor versus T-Rex fight. That was just, there was no tears in that. No, there was tears in that. Maybe you don't remember crying. Yeah, you I don't remember crying. Don't remember <laughs> the tears like flow. Uh, okay, I didn't cry in Upgrade. I, there's definitely moments I didn't cry about giving things perfect vision. I didn't cry in Upgrade, but it was just fucking amazing. Sure, Jordan. Sure, okay. Yeah, exactly. Say, <laughs> so, whose side are you on? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, they. Unlike in BVS, they did a lot. Even in Man of Steel to an extent. 
they did a lot in this movie to kind of humanize Superman and sh give you moments of like tenderness. So even like the stuff with Mom and Pop mm -hmm. Kent, the stuff with this conversation with Wonder Woman and his very real relationship issues of him just trying to open up about his identity crisis. Where he, and I like that he he re literally reveals identity to almost everybody in the Justice League, but he hadn't done it with uh, Lois Lane. And the only reason he was holding back was because it was the first time he was grappling with the idea of like, I can't give myself a hundred percent to anybody. Or I put them in danger. I, I like that. That was like an actual issue from in this movie, and even the moment where Flash yeah, wrote, is like um, talking about him getting married to Iris, and Superman's like, "Wait, so you told her that you're the Flash?" And he's like, "Yeah, you when you're married to somebody and you love them, you have to tell them everything." And so when he flies off, like I didn't need the world, even though I got the sense that the world obviously cares. We're all watching with bated breath, but the moment where he left that note to Lois, and oh. I'm getting chills to talk about now, but when he's He's like, there's one more thing I have to tell you, one more secret I have. And she leaves a note and flies off. And she opens a note and says, I love you. Like, that is the most emotion I have seen in a DC anything in a long time. But it more wasn't so, enough to make you cry. No, but it was still <laughs> emotional. More so than even moments in Justice League Unlimited. Like, I feel like it, it hit more emotional beats in this than even some of the best moments in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't think of a yeah. moment in Justice League Unlimited where Superman fought somebody and I was like, oh my God, like, jeez. Like, I, I, I can't think of a moment like that. The coolest moment I remember from Justice League Unlimited was when he fought Darkseid and, like, the world's, like, cardboard. That whole scene, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that wasn't, like, an emotional victory. That was just more like, he's badass. But this kind of had both. <laughs> so I, I get what you're yeah. saying, but I feel like it did draw from the things that made My Academia great and kind of superimpose that on the Superman. But it just didn't do it as well. <laughs> no, it didn't, but it's apples and oranges. Like you can't, just because that's the perfect vision doesn't mean that this isn't. This is still probably the best version of this in the DC universe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's the best version yeah, of this in yeah. the DC universe, but that doesn't make it perfect. What? <laughs> that's like we now have to judge everything off of like Infinity War. Like no matter what now, no matter what, what how good something is, I'm like, well, it wasn't as good as Infinity War. No, it's not. Oh my God, my voice. It's not even that it's Infinity not as good as My Hero time. Academia. It's just that it didn't necessarily elicit any type of strong emotion. It was just like, oh, that was good. That was a badass action scene. But when he saved that kid yeah. on the bridge, you didn't feel nothing. When he saved that kid on the bridge, I was like, oh my god. Then he gave him back the tour. Yeah, <laughs> what? Like, come on, Mark. Yeah, that was a ten that was a tender moment, but I need more than just that. I need more than just one <laughs> moment peppered in. What well, mom pa kid? That's not real. That wasn't really nothing. What do you mean it was nothing? That wasn't, all he did was have his parents. His parents were there and they talked, and and then he pretty much chastised them for telling stories about Lois. That's a very human thing. Yeah, it's a very human thing, but it's not emotional. Yes, it is because it illustrates how much they care about their son, and not Superman. They care about their son. So when they're watching, and they did show them watching the news while they were he was fighting, and like Ma like crying and gripping Pa Kent. They show that impact on them, and like you know even beyond. In this movie, we do know their characters, so we know how much they care. So that was emotional for me. Especially considering this is the first time we've seen this version of Ma and Pa Kent. There was no... They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the same versions. <laughs> <laughs> how about that part? It's not the DCEU. No, it was on the, they was on the rooftop, then uh, Doomsday jumped up, and he was talk, Superman was talking to Lois. Then he said, hold on, I'm on the job. He broke off that helicopter piece and knocked oh, that was cool. Doomsday I... in the air. 
That was fucking was like, tough. Ah. Yeah, that was cool. I'm not saying that there weren't cool moments. But that was emotional, too. No, it wasn't emotional. It was cool. Was it, it was cool. cool. What? He was protecting that was my hero academia stuff there. Yeah, he had no, he had literally no energy left, but because he, like, Lois was in danger, and they do it again at the end, but in that moment, he kicked up just to get Doomsday away from them. Like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. But I oh, you know what fucked me up? Speaking of things that were awesome, and that's what I'm saying, is feel like it's a combination between the comic and the uh, DCEU version. When Doomsday used heat vision, yeah, I was one. I was yeah. like, what the, I was like, is this BVS yeah, all over again? Like, but, <laughs> but at that point, Doomsday was already kicking everybody's ass, and when he used heat vision, I'm like, oh fuck, how are you gonna beat this guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what are your what are your favorite moments, Jacob and Mark? Like, let's, let's start with let's start with Jacob first. Um, my favorite moments was probably when um, Lois was like standing there, and Doomsday was about to kill her. Mm. And then Superman got up and like sucker punched him. <laughs> like I used to sucker punch. <laughs> but that reminded well, me did. of um, yeah, kind of. But it was that was fucking cool, just because like it was so much more extreme uh, than man, in the comic. Still all over again, neck twist. Yeah, that's how Superman kills everybody. He breaks <laughs> their necks. <laughs> but then like the like the combination of BVS of like in that same moment, Doomsday had his like his claw thing out and he stabbed Superman. So they both die instantly. <laughs> and notice how this version of Doomsday had a better evolution than the BVS version <laughs> yeah, of Doomsday that also had an evolution. Well, Michael, Michael. You mean the cave troll? Yeah, the cave troll. <laughs> Michael, that wasn't the real Doomsday, okay? Oh, Zach yeah, he's, he's still out there somewhere. Yeah, I Zach Snyder said. <laughs> uh, Mark, what about you? Uh, one of my favorite moments is that Clark, uh, what is his name? Lois, she didn't actually know who superman was i like that because like on bbs she figured it out i didn't like that mm. i was like everybody can figure out who he is then is it that easy but that <laughs> moment was still like comic book hilarious where he takes off his glasses and he's like look at look me. at me she's like what no look at me and it's like oh now i see it i'm like bitch you couldn't see it <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. That was like a classic Superman moment. Meanwhile, right Lena can't yeah, figure definitely. out Kara is Supergirl. Yeah, worse. <laughs> Please, let's but, not talk about. But that. yeah, I also I also like that that like it. And it was, it was a plot point. So like it, it was like it, it kind of showed like their straining relationship because he wasn't honest with her. And then we opened up like that. I know that that I love you letter. That really did it for me. Like their relationship is like the through line of emotion. You say that, me. but I keep going back to it. You didn't cry. You didn't cry. What the, stop using my tears against me. <laughs> um, let's see what else was there. Any any other moments you guys like really liked? Um, or didn't like? Once, also that if there's any negatives. Didn't like. Uh, no. I know they didn't copy. But there was a moment that I took a note down for when Batman shows up with the Justice League to fight Doomsday. He turns to that first person that is like, you know, in danger or whatever. He's like, uh, it's okay, kid. We're here. Yeah, I'm like, we're here. is that all my... Get the, you, you copy it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, he says that. Oh, yeah, you and they get but then you tell me not to compare it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's not, you know, a perfect vision just because my hero did it better. Because it did do it better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way it's better. not to say I did. Obviously, because I gave it a higher more than passable. It's not to say I disliked it. Yeah. It's just I like. I didn't and, get. And it, I but like there was even stuff with the. There, there are moments that you saw that people had like a blind devotion to Superman, and I, they took almost for granted how how much he would save the day. Hank Henshaw in this. I forgot about that. Yeah. The the yeah. the 
Well, Hank Henshaw in the Supergirl uh, series is a better know, Hank Henshaw than the Supergirl Hank Henshaw. Yeah, but but in this, it's just like a normal <laughs> who becomes the Eradicator, I think. No, he becomes Cyborg Superman. Cyborg, Cyborg, I'm sorry, Cyborg Superman. Yeah, but um, like he had a blind <laughs> devotion to the point where he got saved multiple times in space by Superman, apparently. And then when Doomsday's meteorite that is coming down, crazy. he's literally like, that "Don't worry, guys, crazy. Superman's gonna save us." No, he ain't. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like that shit was dark, and that shows you how much people will, like respect and love and care about Superman in this world. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there were moments. There were plenty of moments. That, I think. Were there though? That ending. Right. Again, you didn't cry. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to say. That's all I, I even need. But to, did you cry though? <laughs> exactly. I don't even need to make another argument. But did you cry? <laughs> you ain't gotta cry. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else? Da, 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 da. And yeah, you and Jacob are alike. Jacob said he didn't cry either. <laughs> I did not cry. I was close, but I didn't. But I still appreciate it, like as a move. Like, yeah, exactly. I appreciated it, but you can't just give it the perfect vision, though. You got, no. Why are you Marvel fanboy, though? <laughs> or even like the the horror movie kind of like build up the Doomsday. Like they did such a good job of making him menacing. Like I said before, him killing all those apex predators to show that he is the ultimate apex predator. Or when he was introduced in the underwater scene with Atlantis. Oh yeah, this is definitely the best version of Doomsday <gasps> oh, that I've that seen so in the long, longest time. Yeah, right. We killed all those Atlanteans just trying to like in, investigate. Like and the, how like the Atlanteans like body hit the fucking like submarine like a horror movie style. Mm-hmm. That shit was dark. I'm like, <laughs> God, there's some stakes to this movie. And that's all to make you give you like tension. So when he fights Superman, you're literally sitting there. He he almost he was like moments from killing almost every single Justice League member. They all got their asses saved in some way. Fuck yeah. And yeah, and and also this movie did a better job of showing what Batman can do against Doomsday. Fuck BVS. Thank you. Right. Thank yep. you. I was like, finally they true. made him human because they swear he can beat up everybody. <laughs> like in BVS, he both he just ran away and threw kryptonite gas in Doomsday's face. But in this, he was he was still like holding the line. He was like the last line of defense before like Wonder Woman. Like that's pretty fucking Even amazing. Flash that's what Batman down. is. Yeah, I agree. But I didn't cry. So, <laughs> all right, never mind. It's still not perfect. I give up. I try. I try, Mark. I try for DC fans everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I want to say high five, Jacob, but we can't. So air. Air high five. Yeah, internet high five. Internet high five. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I like the end, just to wrap it up, um, the setup for the rebirth of Superman arc. So they did introduce, like, the yeah, Eradicator, I who, Cyborg who, Superman. I wonder who that was at the end. At the end. Who? When they uh, showed the grave open, you saw, like, somebody in a Superman-like I'm, I don't think that was Clark. I don't think that was Did either. they show Cyborg Superman? They showed him at the very end. Yeah, they showed him at the end. Or was that Eradicator? No, that was Cyborg that's Superman. Which one was Eradicator? Then maybe it was Eradicator. It's, it's got to be one of them, right? Because they both kind of look like Superman. I don't know. I don't remember the comics. I just well want to know who that is. That was pretty cool. DC Comics nerds. Who is it? Yeah, we're... <laughs> they said up Steel. They, they just up... showed the silhouette. They didn't actually show, you know. Yeah, that couldn't have been him. A little bit more detail. Because I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with that hologram that they showed in the beginning. Because they showed uh, whoever that was set up the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, that too. And the ship disappeared. Yeah. But see, and that's oh, like, again, that. like, this should have been... I was thinking that's what it could have been. Yeah. That hologram that brought him back to his own Fortress of Solitude. And yeah, that's what it should have been in the fucking Justice oh, League nanny. movie. As opposed to the Justice League bringing him back. It should have been like... 
uh, AI. His nanny. They never even set up the Fortress of Solitude in D- in DC. You can't you can't fix it in Justice League. They, sh- they shouldn't even done that to Superman and BVS. But if you were gonna do it, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big like uh, I'm I'm a big advocate for Superman being the villain in Justice League, just from how they set it up. But you don't want to make Superman too dark, even though that's what they were doing in BVS. Black is evil. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's let's move on. I mean, according to Zack Snyder, he said he was leading up to injustice. Quote, quote. Yeah, all those loose ends that never get tied up and never will be now, so. Nope. Who cares? <laughs> but uh, something that we do care about, let's segue over to, since you love My Academia so much, I do too, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> let's talk about this week's episode. <laughs> That's racist! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let's talk about My Academia. This week's episode was titled Moving into Dorms. Just from that title, this episode was pretty filler, much filler. Filler, filler, filler. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they tried to use it as a way to kind of like give a little bit of characterization to some of the characters, but yeah, this this episode was straight up filler. Yeah, that's what I said. Going back to what I was uh, saying earlier, like when I made the mistake saying this episode this week wasn't going to be the new episode. It's supposed to be, but next week is actually the. Uh, yeah, you lied to me, Michael. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, tra- I'm trash. Like, oh, my God. It's on. <laughs> I know. I'm trash. But, yeah, considering what this episode was, I would have rather last week, and I would have rather this week have been the no new episode, and then we go into next week with this episode, and then another week with the uh, yeah. with the next episode. Because I'm like, for me to have to wait another week after this episode, I'm like, eh, I'm not satisfied. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of gimme. At least, at least last week I was satisfied, whereas now I'm just like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of. This reminded me of the first episode. Of the yeah, season. it reminded me of the first episode. <laughs> I was like, ah. But I mean, to be fair, at least you know there's other anime that, that do filler arcs or filler episodes. They're just completely unrelated. Don't do any character building at all. But at least when My Hero does filler, they try and at least tie it into the characters and give them a little bit more development. So you know, there's they that. build Mineta's ma- character. What do you say? They built up Mineta's weird character. I was literally about to mention that, where I'm like, I don't want to be called Mineta anymore. <laughs> He's crazy. 
creepy. I mean, he's I was thinking about going you into, he's time. smelling their panty drawer. Saying plus ultra, <laughs> she was hilarious. I'm like, like plus ultra. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely yeah, that's I'm definitely like, Jordan. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it Don't is. Don't put that rumor out there. <laughs> I smell panties plus ultra. Yeah, that's definitely you. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no. So, <laughs> sorry, Jacob. How, yeah. Wait, Mark, how old oh. are you? Thirty-two. Oh, I feel so small. Mar- Mark. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark. How old are you? Thirty-two. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay, so you're Michael's age. Shaq. No, I'm not. No, he's what? not. I'm only I'm only eighteen. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, but yeah, so this episode was a continuation from last week's where we got that really emotional speech on uh, All Might bowing to Deku's mother. I like that at least in this. Oh, so many uh, tears. Yeah. Oh, all the man tears, Jacob. See, you cried there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> because my heart is amazing. <laughs> um, but I like the fact that. Uh, All Might did mention that Deku's mother reminds him of his successor. So oh, yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah, that's and that's a cool parallel that his mother is kind of like the person that was the mother figure to All Might. And he's gonna try to smash. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did kind of say that last week. I was like, yeah, I kind of want them to be. De- oh, I shipped them. I want them to be together. Dad Might and his mom together. He's super skinny. Damn, right? She's kind of fat. It works out. <laughs> oh my god! Florida smash. <laughs> Gross. Um, but yeah. So, the, but the crux of the episode just boils down to them moving into the dorms. But you know, we do get a little some some character moments. We, like you said before, Bakugo's cooling out. He had a moment where he actually tried to make everybody like, like give like a, like a lighter moment to everybody. But I, I don't get what happened in the beginning. Like, what did he do? Like, he took the electric guy so behind weird. the bushes. He then all of a sudden you saw a zap and then he gave uh, <laughs> co- 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 whatever his name is money. Wait, Mark, what did you say? He kissed him. He kissed him? <laughs> I was about to say, like, really, Michael, you're not going to make a perverted joke here? I'm like, I thought you were saying, like, he gave him a hand job or something. No, I'm too sick for it. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I, I assume he's Plus, brought- I don't ship them. So oh, you don't ship I, them? I'll be mad. Oh, okay. If he gave him a hand job. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I assume he's roughed them up just for the sake of, like, making everybody else laugh. Which is kind of fucked up, but <laughs> that's the impression I got. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. It may seem like he stole his money or some shit. No, that's what Kirishima said. But then he was like, "No, I I withdrew this like from his own money. I, I didn't think he was lying." So then how? Did, I don't know. I don't know. Was what, there an ATM behind the bushes? That's what I was like. No, no, no I think he uh, already that's what had I thought. that I was money. Like, Is there an ATM back there? Like, what's going on? No, I think cause in that in that moment everyone was down because fucking um, what's his name? Eraserhead just told them. Like if it wasn't for All Might retiring, I would, I would expel you all. Basically, all of you. Yeah, yeah. I was messed. I was like, "Damn, all right, rules, Jesus." But um, scary eraserhead. Yeah, exactly. But everybody was like super depressed. So, I th- and then you saw Bakugo's expression change, and then he dragged uh, what's his name behind the bushes just to make him stupid. Yeah, and I think that he did that because he wanted to lighten the mood. He like, he he saw everybody was depressed for his. It was for him. Like they did that for him. So to try oh, and like give them pay them back, I I thought he made like him stupid just as a joke to alleviate the like the the mood, and then he gave the money to Kirishima because he was paying him back for the. But I'm also whatever. curious like how he like what did he do to make him trigger the electricity? Beat like, him up. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Stupid men tell no tales because he couldn't talk anymore. He was super tired. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
but then yeah, but then the whole episode was basically boils down to let's look at all their rooms. Yeah. I mean, some of them are funny. I like Deku's fact yeah, that he's like a fanboy. All, all might, which I mean, is expected. That's how his room is at home. This is an otaku room. I like that. I'm like, oh, it looks like my room. <laughs> um, or, uh, Tokoyami's room was just all dark. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there were they, there were some funny jokes in that, but the 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 summary of it all was just the fact that. Um, it boils down to Sue basically explain. And I didn't even I didn't get this is what I didn't get. Her basically just trying to express that she felt bad. What? Yeah, I didn't get that either. Um, not you guys too. You guys didn't get that either. Yeah, I kind of did. Weird. I had to watch it a few times. Okay, Jake, what, what did you what did you get from that scene where Sue kind of explains that she just wants to express her feelings to the team that went off to save Bakugo? And and Deku summarizing with, we're trying to all get back to some level of normalcy. Well, I think it was a mix of that whole speech Eraserhead did, okay. as well as, um, you know, the villain fight, Deku, um, De- not Deku, Kachan being captured, All Might basically getting beat up beyond anything. I, I think it was just her fear, her fear for her classmates and her teacher, and she felt bad for not being able to stop them. I mean... Um, they all did kind of get hurt in a way. Yeah. So I think she just kind of felt bad that she wasn't <laughs> able to stop them from being dumb. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it seems like a weird way to express that. I don't know. Yeah. To the point I, that I, she's I like, she didn't want to hang out with them anymore. Well. Yeah, but yeah, she was there up until the very end of the, the room contest or whatever. And I thought like she wanted to avoid them seeing her room. I was like, does she have like, a pond in her room? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, she's a fraud, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I don't she want have them a bunch to see my of, lily pads. A bunch of dead bugs or something. <laughs> oh, God, he's so gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, if I were to rate the episode, I'd give it like, I don't know, like a, like a passable, high passable. For filler, you know, it's not bad. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah I'll give it a high yeah. passable. All right, what about you guys? Jacob, what about you? Um, Probably more than passable. More than passable? Okay. Yeah. Any Any reasons specifically or... Um, I enjoy the heck out of My Hero Academia every episode, but this episode just didn't. There wasn't any moment that I was like, "Oh, heck yeah!" <laughs> it was just like, yeah, "Okay, I like it." Okay, okay. Uh, Mark, what about you? Give it a um, high passable as well. It, it it had some okay moments in it, but we knew it was a filler by the way it started off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the title was "Moving Into Dorms," I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is gonna be that kind of." Episode. Are they gonna be moving into dorms? <laughs> <laughs> Give me college feels. I mean, it was kind of cute to see uh, Shoto has a, a baking thing because because of his quirk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sugar Rush. Yeah, Sugar Rush. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, what's his name? Uh, Todoroki. Like he somehow completely refurnished his room to be like a Japanese like I Asian style. Hard. And they're like, "How'd you do that? Hard work." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. You're right. You dying over there. I am dying. <laughs> the death. Hold, hold on, Michael. Michael. The death of Michael Man. <laughs> the death of Michael Man. <laughs> the death. And I pre- won't cry. <laughs> now you'll cry if I die. Who's gonna be your co-host? Uh, I got Jacob and Mark here. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> it's gonna take you three hours to figure out how to put the horn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly over there. Uh. uh yeah, that's, that's all I have for this week's episode. Not much to say since it was filler. 
Mm-mm. The darkest. I, I like the the setup for next week. At least that it's um. Well, not next week. This time. Oh yeah. This time I'm actually right. Yeah. <laughs> no new episode next the week. week. After they're trying to figure out their <laughs> ultimate moves. That's cool. Trying yeah. to figure out their Kamehameha. But I'm like, what's Deku's gonna be? Just it's gonna be smash, smash. something smash. <laughs> yeah. Just pick a state. Maybe he goes up to ten percent. What? Ten percent? Yeah, because he's at five percent full cowling, so maybe he goes up to like ten, fifteen percent. Oh, that's right, that's right. What are you talking about? He went up to a million percent. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was saying that wouldn't be a finisher move though. Yeah. Because eventually once he gets more comfortable in his power and he gets older he'll be able to go up to 100% his arms look fucked up his arms yeah I have a theory about that what's the theory there's they released like kind of like a promotional art of he instead of those little gloves he has he has them like all the way up to his shoulder so I think he messes up his arms again really badly so he uses those gloves to kind of like be, be able to move his arms oh wow he goes misty night <laughs> yeah word yeah Jax from Mortal Kombat. I mean, <laughs> we keep getting listeners telling us that something big is coming with Deku, so maybe that's what's going to happen. And I'm scared. I'm so scared. They say it's even worse than the All for One All Might fight, which I don't know how the fuck that's possible. I didn't hear that. What? What? Yeah, I've been. People have been telling me like, "Oh, you thought the All Might fight was good? Wait until the next Deku fight. It's going to be even oh, better." No. <gasps> no, no, no. Who was he fighting? I don't know. Like, muscular again? <laughs> muscular 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're gonna skip over Flash War and Dark Knight's Metal this week since we're short on time, just because it took so long to get this <laughs> podcast set up. <laughs> but Sorry. Uh, let's let's get out of some animated stuff. Let's get into Cloak and Dagger this week. This week's episode was titled "The Princeton Offense." What are you doing with all this rock song stuff? Doing some digging. When you say dig, do you mean root around in people's heads? Why not use it? Leave the police work to the police. I don't need someone going off and being a hero. I know who you are. I wasn't ready before, but I am now. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it, Jacob? Did you watch it, Mark? No, I... I didn't get to get that in either. So nobody watched Cloak and Dagger but me and me and Michael? Yeah. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was too black. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Jordan, you're, the you virus is spreading. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. It's like a running joke now. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you guys didn't miss anything. I mean, I don't know if you've been keeping with the show, but, well, I mean, this is probably. Like this show's great. It is great, but I think this is probably the weakest episode so far. Yeah. I don't have um, cable. I'm. At where I usually am at, so I can't watch TV. Mm. Well, you can. Yar, har, fiddly dee. Being a pirate is totally free. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this week's episode of Cloak and Dagger, I mean, it was just a lot of like exposition of getting p- the pieces in place of like what these characters are doing now with their powers. I mean, after the near death experience in the last week's episode with Tandy, now she's kind of unlocked how to use her powers. And I think it's because she's able to now push back all of the things that have been burdening her mentally. It's kind of what I said last week about how when she she took that dive into the pool, she more or less killed herself as Tandy. It's a baptism. And, yeah, and rose as Dagger. Mm. 
So now she pretty much has complete control over her powers, where it seems like uh, Tyrone is still struggling a little bit. Because he hasn't had that awakening that she has. Like, yeah. it, it's a th- and I like that it's very much tied to their mental state. And because she had that brush with death, she kind of let go of all the things that were like holding her back, all her baggage. But he still very much has that. Um, like the overall concept of this episode I liked, but then you're spending most of the time with Tandy going undercover into Roxanne touching people with her newfound like you know uh, feeling their hopes power which I thought was a little weird because I'm like nobody's saying anything she's like going around groping people and nobody's like turning around like hey well some people were but that was wasn't that her purpose there her purpose was like she was like basically an escort without being an escort right more or less yeah yeah so like you know touching all these businessmen that want to get touched anyway so it makes sense well not all of them because it's one of them <laughs> that's gay yeah that was Yo, gay that one was, of them was gay <laughs> I mean, like she literally touches a guy and her his fantasy is his boss or whatever the head of Roxxon like going under his desk going under him the table job. giving him a blowjob I yeah. was like whoa <laughs> whoa um, and then you have I've had a couple fantasies like that <laughs> with me whoa. I'm underage Michael tone it down Oh no! You can't see what he just did like a miming of like, like lips are sealed. Like no, I plead the fifth. Oh god! You're I not, need adult. You're not my boss. Help me, Mark Jacob. Help. Um, and then at the, on the other end of the spectrum, you have Tyrone and his finals, like or fi- I say finals like it's a test, but it's the finals of the playoffs or whatever for his basketball team. I mean that was interesting i guess him dealing with the pressure of performing <laughs> performance anxiety yeah and i mean you know they, they could have gone the very uh I mean, stereotypical did. i'm gonna say he didn't have performance anxiety later later in the episode oh with what's her face what's her face yeah you know he gives the jacket and they get their groove on uh-huh but i mean you know they could have gone stereotypical with him winning the the, the scoring point at the end but they did a thing where his powers activating during the 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 match kind of threw him off his game, and then literally him thinking about his brother before he did the last the basketball shot, he missed it because of the, the distraction. Oh, see, I took it a completely different way. How'd you see it? I I took it as him uh, missing that shot and losing the game. I think he did it on purpose. Really? Why? Because he saw all the fears of the other teammates and them going through like some severe like mental trauma, like oh. you know their parents beating them and you know having getting jumped and all that other stuff. So remembering that, and then his teammates being assholes. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. All right, Smarts Avenger. Because that's because that's back. What, <laughs> I, I am back. But that's that's why. Uh, his girlfriend decided to give him some of that punani at the end because she was like, I, wa- I watch you. Some of that good. Yeah, that good good. <laughs> so, because uh, she he said something about, he, he said something about, uh, why would you want to date a loser? She was like, I, I watched you. You didn't, you know, you pu- you pretty much threw that threw that shot. I mean, she didn't say it, but she was. She, so why did he think about his brother before he took the shot? Uh, that, I'm not sure. Oh, see, I thought that was the distraction, but I don't know. I I like your well, no. theory. Yeah, but that's how that's how I took it. See, okay. Seeing all their fears. Yeah, and, and that coupled with the fact that because they did like they did bring back the idea of um his ass his teammates being assholes to him, but now they're trying to be cool with them. He's like, oh yeah, I see you showing up to practice, so I guess our our rough housing worked. It's like fuck you, bro. Like you're an asshole. <laughs> so that make, your theory makes a lot of sense. And I actually like that more than what I was saying. So I hope that's the case. Um. And then, and then the weird stuff with the 
the, the cop who isn't as good as we might have been led to believe in the beginning, but she's using that like gray area to actually find uh, Tyrone's brother's killer. Yeah. I mean, I think she's good. I just think she's more... She's gray. Yeah, she's morally gray. They, they, they opened with her fucking uh, a cop. Yeah. She's promiscuous. Whoa. She does drugs because she like she she uh, shook down a, a drug dealer chick off the street, and instead of turning in the drugs like you know for whatever police work, she used that to get to the Ty- Tyrone's killer cop guy. It's kind of like make him feel like she's an ally. Yeah, that's why I said I think she's morally gray, but I think overall she's still a good cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. This is interesting. It's not the the black and <laughs> the black and white route. I thought they were gonna take with her character. I thought she was just gonna be the good cop. Uh, I see what you did there. It don't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> but yeah, this episode was a lot of just wheel spinning. I think like there, things happen, but like nothing that was like super interesting or of of particular note. I mean, I thought it was cool how it ended. Turns out his brother's best friend is pretty much in on how he got killed. Yeah. So. But that wasn't even the, the cliffhanger of the episode was that girl Mia Hess or whatever her name was. But there's <coughs> when when Tandy eventually does find the dude that uh, is the leader or the, the boss of Rockstar. And then I saw that was pretty dark. That was dark. Was like his his hopes or his dreams or whatever was like him literally profiting off of the death of people that like you know were the research people. And like him literally, like one was alive, and him like literally killing He's that person. Trying to drown him, yeah. Yeah, like trying to drown the truth, so they, they couldn't talk on it. Like that was that was <laughs> fucked up. But then like her, her seeing the um, the the name the, the the name badge, being Hess, and then there being a living relative that she finds, that was kind of like the cliffhanger of the episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's kind of a weak cliffhanger, but like it, it's still a decent episode. But kind of like my Academia, which is like it was okay. So I give it a high passable if I were to rate it. I would give it a high, yeah. I would give it a high passable as well. Yeah, I will say probably like, the weakest episode so far. Yeah, it's definitely the weakest episode so far. But the music in the show is always on point. Like I find myself every episode shazamming some of the songs <laughs> that be on uh, that be in the show. Because yeah. I'm like, I would definitely play this in my car. I, and I've and I've done it for like every episode. It's at least one song from every episode that I that I have saved in my iTunes. Yeah, they have good musical direction. Just the direction in the show in general is good. I wonder if it's the same director of this episode, though, because it did feel a little different. No, usually with TV shows, it's one showrunner, but it's different directors every episode. Mm, that makes sense. And now we're going to talk about some emails. Emails. Mail time. Gmail. Hotmail. Everything got mail, because we're not, I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> And we're doing this without Jacob and DC Comic Nerds just because, like, I don't, I don't, how, how lame is that to be like, hey guys, you want to listen to people talk about how great we are? <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> yeah, you want the audience, but it's easier just to go through them now and then just have the topics and reviews with Jacob and our boy. Um, so our first email comes from Best Fucking Podcast ever <coughs> whoa whoa <laughs> and Michael dies <laughs> as from Jake the snake uh, he goes on to say first never go PG fuck the kids <laughs> okay I completely agree <laughs> Jordan you should do a video so we can see your reaction to Michael news we're gonna get there slowly creep into YouTube slowly slowly reaction to the news <laughs> as I just want to see when you talk I'm just like what <laughs> 
Um, I watched the whole season two of Luke Cage in one day. God damn, is that possible? Damn, that's 13 hours. Yeah, I guess it is possible. Um, I can't believe it, but goddamn, they got Danny Rand, Iron Fish, right. Yes, they did. We're talking about that earlier, too. Uh, he was enjoyable and funny. Even though it was only one episode, their chemistry together is great and deserves a whole Heroes of for Hire series. Fucking agreed. I, re- I don't want an Iron Fist season two, even with this better Iron Fist like characterization. I want to go right into Heroes for Hire. Uh, Plus, now- you know, it's not going to be the same person. Because everybody's saying, oh, he's so much better in, in Luke Cage season two. It's, because- it's not going to be the same person that did Luke Cage season two that's doing Iron Fist season two. So is he going to be better in Iron Fist season two? Yeah, the writer and stuff. Yeah, it's not the same writer or showrunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you could be any of the heroes from the Netflix MCU universe, who would you be and why? Any heroes from the Netflix MCU universe? I don't want to be any of them. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you want to be Luke Cage? He's bulletproof. No. Wearing a hoodie. Who cares? Protecting Harlem. I don't want to be any of them. Wow! <laughs> I, I would be Iron Fist. Just I want to be Iron Fist the right way, actually. like <laughs> A better Iron Fist? Yeah, better Iron Fist. <laughs> kind of like um in the comics, the black and... Puerto Rican guy who like took up the mantle of Power Man. Uh, Shades' son. That's Shades' son. Mm-hmm. In the comics, yeah. Wait, what's Shades in the comics? Puerto Rican. Oh, Spanish. He's Spanish, yeah. Oh, that's right. His, I thought his mom was Spanish in the comic. His last name is Alvarez. I guess his mom was black. I'm gonna be thinking of Miles Morales. Yeah, because Miles Morales' his mom was Spanish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mixed them up. They're both Spanish. <laughs> They are shades, and I thought he was half black, and half Puerto Rican, or not maybe not Puerto Rican, but half Spanish. Who, wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking, I'm talking about the Power Man guy. The yeah, he's Rican. half black, half Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. So the mom is black and the dad is Spanish. Yeah, got you. See, I didn't even know that. <coughs> oh, that's why he wears shades. Oh, I guess I guess Luke Cage does too, doesn't he? What wear shades? Yeah, not really. Yeah, you're right. So is that why he wears shades in the comic? I guess. Oh, my God. All these connections. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, our next email comes from Derek Johnston. Uh, love the podcast. I love your content, and I like listening to your opinions on stuff uh, I don't watch, like My Hero Academia. Why don't, Why you, don't watch you watch it? it? <laughs> we are not your friend. <laughs> now I'm mad at you. Uh, did you guys catch the nods to Cloak and Dagger and Luke Cage? No. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. That must be episode I'm not on yet. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I don't remember that at all. God damn it. Now I gotta go back and look. And Michael predicted the Jewish bullet plot. Yes, he did. Yes, I did. And you got now you've you've seen it. Uh-huh. Do you see why I was mad? <laughs> I was like, are you fucking <laughs> Like exactly the reason? Put some respect on my name. Someone owes us money because someone's listening to the podcast. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Um, I mean, but you got the Supergirl news, so. <laughs> um, our next review comes from, or our next email comes from Death of Superman movie, Sheldon Doxley. Hey guys, just finished watching the new Death of Superman movie when I heard it was leaked during the week's podcast. This is such a great movie. It is leagues better than live action Justice League movie and BVS. Such great world building and heartbreaking fight between Superman and Doomsday. This is Superman we deserved. One that exemplify hope without the audience being told it. This is exactly what we're going to talk about in our Death of Superman review. Because this is... Uh, it's everything BVS should have been. Um, also, the post credit scenes were great. I cannot wait for the Reign of Superman movie. 
I don't know what that the what? is. The what? The what? The reign of Superman. I guess maybe that's the I, rebirth. Yeah, I guess that's maybe. Keep up the great podcast and stay nerdy, my blurdies. P.S. I was heartbroken to hear that there is not a new episode of My Hero this weekend. Trash. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time you hear this, you are probably I'll heard say, our I'll My take Hero the trash review. comment because that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> by the time we we read this, though, we've already talked about My Hero. So in the past, <laughs> the future past. Uh, C.J. Higgins. Our next email insight. Although hey guys. I would prefer, I would have preferred. Granted, it's not like I didn't like this episode, but I would have preferred if this week would have been the the hiatus. Because I'm like, eh, for this episode to be all I'm left with. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I guess technically we've talked about it already. Um, CJ Higgins, Insight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, CJ says, hey, guys. So I'm, I'm, filled, I'm filled with the germs. Apparently. I'm so scared for my health right now. Uh, so I'm writing this email as I'm listening to your podcast. I have a question for you. How, many, how much research or listening to other podcasts or paying attention to details or hearing about behind the scenes? It's a lot of things. Do y'all do or do y'all take in? Because to me, y'all are very pessimistic about the DC movies. Okay. Okay. I don't have to listen to anybody else to feel that way. <laughs> no, I don't. That's a hundred percent me. <laughs> exactly, it's all me. It's like, well, I can't not like the DC movies without hearing someone else like filter their thoughts through me. Like, I have to. I I have, saying, the only reason why I don't like them is because someone influenced me to not like them. Yeah, man. Who are we listening to? I mean, there are people that love the DC movies, so it's like, who? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, even it's, it's so funny. Kevin Smith for his like super positive about everything he is. Even now, he's gotten to the point where he'll like take like random shots at the DC universe because even he knows. Like, come on. If you love these characters, these movies don't do them justice. No no pun intended. <laughs> um, I mean, not to say that, CJ, if you do love them, that's that's totally your own prerogative. I mean, you're wrong. But <laughs> um, I believe in James Wan for Aquaman and David Sandberg for Shazam. Hey, hey, that's good. I'm glad you believe. I want to believe, too. When you believe in your heart, you'll know. <laughs> I just really want them to actually be good. I don't want my hopes to be dashed. But no, I said again. I, I think it was last week. I said that I think Shazam is the only one that I'm more or less not excited, but optimistically curious about. I'm still optimistic for Wonder Woman eighty four. Well, besides besides that, that's like, oh, it's obvious. <laughs> yeah, that was the one, that was the one that was good. So. Okay. Um, those new images that came out in Entertainment Weekly of Aquaman look great. Uh, I'm more than excited and hopeful for Aquaman. To me, it feels like WB has learned their lesson about the messing with a director's movie and let Justice League be Justice League. Uh, maybe I'm just optimistic person and let bygones be bygones and don't nerd rage. And this, oh wow, wow! I forgot that CJ's Blood Ocean because he ends with uh, Blood Ocean 07. Mike, you uh, don't rage. You're Blood Ocean. <laughs> Your name's Blood Ocean. Um, I mean. I feel like you are just an optimistic person, bro. <laughs> just because I'm like, where where do you feel like they've learned their lesson? Because we have no, we've had no movies in Justice League. No, you know what I mean, now if Aquaman is good, and then on top of that, you look at like the news: Black Hawk, five Joker movies, oh, two Harley Quinn movies. Like how No Man is still two. So yeah. how have they learned their lesson? Yeah, <laughs> seems like they're still going in the wrong direction. But if Aquaman's good, then maybe that's a sign that they are learning their lesson, at least from a creative standpoint. 
but uh, yeah, like you, that's a really good point because the news is definitely telling us that there's still some uh, some corporate mandates going on. Blackhawk. Yeah, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. We need to get him on the, in the series. People love Steven Spielberg. What's he want to do? Blackhawk. That's fine. <laughs> it's like no, not for a fucking connected universe. Is not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, like we said before, though, we want these movies to be good. We don't. I don't want to hate on Aquaman or hate on Shazam, but I am gonna be honest with my opinion. If you know, I see the movie and I don't like it. Your opinion is not gospel or accurate anymore, Jordan. <laughs> That's right. So much of my opinion was gospel at one point, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> I don't even think my opinion is gospel. And it's my opinion. <laughs> um, next email coming from Daryl Griggs. Which is the manliest name ever. Uh, just questions, he says. With what is hopefully paired with a Dark Knight's meta review, just had an interesting question. If you could rank all the Robins, what is your list? And if not, then which is your favorite? Mine from best to worst is... Ready for this? Damien. Already, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like this list, bro. <laughs> but it goes Damien, Dick, Jason, Tim, Carrie, Stephanie. Until next time, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Well, Carrie's not really canon, though. Carrie well, I guess it, I, I guess it doesn't really matter. She kind of is. Well, are you mean for the main continuity? For the main continuity, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. She's only in the... She's only in the Dark Knight. Yeah. And those series of comics. <laughs> um, I mean... I kind of agree with this list, except for Damien's placement. Tim okay. Drake is my favorite. Tim Drake's your favorite? Yes. The most underrated Robin is your favorite? <laughs> is he really? Is he underrated though? Not really. He's the only Robin to have ever gotten his own solo comic series. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of like fandom, like Tim Drake is second and to like. He, Dick he's Grayson. also the only Robin that Rachel Ghoul like respects in terms of like his his smarts and stuff like that. Oh, I'm not saying the comics don't big him up because he even became Batman Beyond at one point, but like in the fandom. Tim Drake is usually overlooked for oh yeah in the Red fandom Hood, yeah Dick but, Grayson and even Damien you see Damien's number one on his list yeah but for me it's okay. Tim Drake okay well I'm I'm, I'm classic I'm, I'm old head I'm Dick Grayson all day Dick Grayson's number two yeah he's my favorite then Jason I was uh, oh Jason's kind of a dick <laughs> I know I'm making fun of this list but maybe I would even say just for the sake of what his relationship means to Bruce and where's Barbara I, I like Bar- Barbara's not on the list she was a Robin? Well, not a Robin, but... Well, he says Robins. Because was Stephanie a Robin? Yeah. She was a Robin before she became Spoiler. It was oh. a short run, but she was Robin at one point. I don't remember that. I know she was Batgirl at one point. She was? I think so. So she's been everything? She went from Robin to Batgirl to Spoiler? Let me see. Yeah, she was, a, uh, she was Batgirl for like... I guess like one issue, maybe. One issue? <laughs> she put the costume on, took it off, and was like, I'm done. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Um, and our last email comes from Nathan Sogne. Uh, subject is trailer trash. <laughs> Nathan says, what's up, blurds? I am the Thorgis from Instagram here. After listening to your most recent podcast, where you said that the best parts of Jurassic World were in the trailers... I hope you've joined me in realizing how garbage all trailers are. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. on board with that. Yeah, uh, I stopped watching trailers for big hype movies, MCU, DCEU, Star Wars, Power Rangers, Jurassic Park, etc. And it's been the best decision ever. 
Join me. What are you like, Darth Vader? <laughs> Join me. Together we will destroy all the spoilery trailers. I mean, some trailers are good, though. Like the Upgrade trailer was good. But he's saying specifically the big ones. Which is weird, because you would think the small movies would try and go out of their way to oversell a movie with like spoilers, but it's the big movies that do. Or like, even the Avengers trailers. The Infinity War trailers? Infinity War trailers. Well, up to a certain point. Like, if you start watching the ones after like the well, first I'm not, two. I'm not talking about the TV spots. I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking oh, about okay. the main trailers. Okay. There was so much of that movie. Yeah. Like so many crucial scenes ended up in the trailers after the fact. That I, after the fact, I watched some of the TV spots. I'm yeah, like, the TV spot. Yo! Like, I don't, I don't count the TV spots. Okay. Um, Nathan says the blurred is the word. Also, not watching trailers didn't help the fact that Power Rangers was trash. <laughs> I liked Power Rangers. Yeah, I liked Power Rangers for what it was, especially like to make a, a campy show like Power Rangers. It wasn't like the greatest movie ever, but yeah, it was no. still. It was. It was good. It the was Power more- Rangers show. Even though it's for kids, it's technically trash. And to turn that into a decent movie, that's a feat. The yeah. opposite isn't true for like, you know, BVS, where you have like great source material, but you make a shitty movie. Like that's that's more like uh, apprehensible to me. I had more fun in the first what, hour and a half or so of Power Rank than that last act. <laughs> I actually got into a mini argument on Instagram. Somebody was like, hey man, you can't make fun of DC. You like Power Rangers. And I was like, I can actually argue that the Power Rangers movie was a better movie than Justice League. <laughs> I think even like the, the, the aggregate scores probably agree with me on that. Yep, even the CG was better than Justice League. <laughs> yeah, used better at least. That fucking final act in Justice League was f- so garbage visually. Yes. Um, and had more fleshed out characters, if you can fucking believe that. <laughs> like, how is that possible? Most certainly, because the first half focused on the characters more than the Power Rangers element of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and with that, we're going to get into news. All right. <laughs> Michael News. <laughs> uh, <gasps> you said it. This means I have to talk. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite part of the podcast. No, this needs to be Jordan News for today because I can't speak. <laughs> no, use your sultry, sick voice and, and relate the news to us. <laughs> okay. My nasty, nasty voice. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, first thing we do. So guys, have you uh watched the Predator trailer? Yeah. Okay. So I think I saw it in the theater. What? We'll say that again. I think I saw it in the movie theater. I saw Jurassic World, and I think it was playing. Oh really? Oh okay. really? I don't. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, first first trailer, Predator, newest newest Predator trailer. So. Predators just don't sit around making hats out of rib cages. They conquered space. But that's not what's on the horizon. Should I be worried? Riley. I think you know what is on the ship. <laughs> the ultimate predators. Light him up! We may die. We're still here. So come and get us, motherfucker. This one has more story beats to it. Yeah, so we know a little bit more than just uh, they're they're hybridizing every planet they go to. Bird to bird. Now we see some of the characters. <laughs> fucking what's his name? Key Peel? Jordan Peel? What's his name? Uh, Not Jordan Peel. The other guy. 
Pe- yeah, Peel. Peel. Michael Key and Michael Key. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, Key and Peel was the other one. <laughs> Not Jordan Peel, the other guy. Yeah, Keegan. His, his really whack ass joke. Of <laughs> if your mama was a. If your mother was a video game rating, she'd be rated E for everyone. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> but the, the main draw is that it's not just about predators that we've known before. Now it's about a super predator. Uh-huh. I mean, it just seems like... It, I mean, I know they're probably going to get more into the story of like why that thing exists. But at least how it plays out in the trailer, it feels like a big brother... Like fucking with the little brother predator, like <laughs> stop picking on them. And he pulls him out the fucking like the 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 building and throws him into the car. It's like, fuck you, little bro. <laughs> We're Sterling K. Brown narrating everything, and it's like, how do you know all of this information? Yeah, like talking about how the predators like go from world to world and conquered the known universe. Yeah, how do you know this, bro? Like, if you know all this stuff, shouldn't you be more helpful? Like, are you reading the script? <laughs> like, how does? <laughs> I mean, what did you guys think of the trailer? I'm a big Predator fan, but I think it's going to be an okay movie. It's not going to be great, but okay. That's fair. What about you, Jacob? Um, I actually haven't seen any of the Alien or Predator movies. Ooh, okay. So I have no point of reference. But from what I saw, I thought it looked all right. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> Y'all didn't see Alien vs. Predator that's 1 the, and 2? Well, that's the only one I saw, I Alien vs. Predator Part 1. I haven't seen any. This looks a lot like Alien vs. Predator 2. The same kind of like like <sighs> plot beats where it takes place on a modern modern Earth. Like literally it's a, it's a spaceship, a predator ship crashes on the Earth. So it's the same kind of suburban kind of bullshit. Except in that one it wasn't so much about like the 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 burly um, you know, jockey kind of bounty hunters and assassins or what have you. It was just about like normal police officers or whatever. But even though they didn't have a super predator, they did kind of have a super predator because it was about a predalien. It was an alien predator hybrid, so they still kind of had the same kind of thing. And then we was okay, but I would even say the first Alien vs Predator was better. So I don't know. I I want the movie to be good because I like predators in general. I think they're badass. But I'm kind of scared this might fall into kind of the madness of Alien vs Predator two. But I could be wrong. Agreed. Uh, next trailer. So, The Purge is getting a TV series. We are just minutes away from the start of this glorious holiday. Tonight, we celebrate because we made this country great. Let the fun begin! There must be something you need to purge. It's purge night. Anything goes. It is going to oh. USA Network on September 4th. So a trailer dropped. So did you guys see that? The trailer for The Purge? No, I didn't nope. see that. Not, not for the TV series. You missed nothing. Yeah, you missed nothing. Trailer. They didn't really show much. It looks exactly. It might as well just been a trailer for the next Purge movie. Like it looked, It's just like, hey, you know the Purge? Now it's a TV series. <laughs> like which, basically it. Which, funny enough, I've never seen the uh, any of the Purge movies. The first one was boring. I'd recommend the second one. I've heard Aren't that. Aren't they doing a prequel? The second one? Yeah. No, they're doing a prequel. Oh, a prequel movie. Yeah, it's a movie coming out. Yeah, it's a movie coming out. 
Uh, it's supposed to be the original first one. Ew. Okay, that could be interesting. It oh, could. oh yeah, that's right. It's called the First Purge or something, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Aunt May. Yeah, maybe. I like I like survival horrors, so I'm, I like the premise of the Purge, so I'd be interested in that. Yeah, and I think I think it works better as a long form series than a movie, anyway. I, mm-hmm. I mean, you say that, but like I said, I, I don't know. Because if it happens once a year, what, every season to be a new year? Yeah, why not? Because <laughs> I don't know. It's only one day. Well, 24 happens in one day. I never watched 24, so I don't know. Oh, I don't either. But I know that. I know that the entire season, like, I think every episode was an hour. And, like, that, they would follow it real time. Every hour was an hour in the real time of the, the world or whatever. So they can do it like that. I don't want twenty four episodes of one. I, I want like twelve episodes. But I'm just saying like that idea. Okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right. Uh, let's see. Moving on. So your favorite movie, Jordan? Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Don't play with me like that. <laughs> your favorite oh, movie. It's uh, continuing with the number one box office for this weekend, uh, making in, making sixty million this weekend, and it's actually close already close to hitting one billion dollars worldwide but it's not doing as Holy well as crap. the first one it's not doing as well as the first one no at least wow. at least domestically hmm. it's not doing as well internationally it wasn't a terrible movie internationally it's not doing as well but it's still doing enough where movies almost at a billion dollars mm-hmm. so huh. people overseas love giant monsters <laughs> oh big <laughs> monsters <laughs> but, but currently overseas uh, domestically I guess they're with you how do you guys feel about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Hmm? <laughs> uh, <they laughs> no one's talking about Apparently, apparently <laughs> they don't that, like it because they yeah. turned out. How do you guys feel about <laughs> Jurassic World feel? Fallen Kingdom? Um, I saw it on, no, like a few days ago, and I thought the first half was really good. When, but when they left the island, I fell asleep a few times. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Uh, what about you, Mark? <laughs> it felt like a wash and repeat me on this one so I didn't really wasn't that interested in it even though I watched it mm. mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that like it just like I said I feel like it was it was a step backwards from Jurassic World like they they went smaller rather than bigger and I feel like if anything with this yeah. franchise and the way they set up the first Jurassic World like I wanted this to be like the Fast and the Furies Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious series but for dinosaurs, you know what Never I'm saying? Seen those. I wanted to get ridiculous and bigger and badder and more explosions and more epic moments, but they tired to go backwards to like the horror. You want elements. Michael Bay? Say it again. You want Michael Bay? Ah, that's want, what I that's, see. That's what I said last I, week. I don't want Michael Bay. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> he said, bang, let's bang, do bang. it. <laughs> Maybe if he had a better writer, Michael Bay, for the visuals. But like I, who, who, who oh, actually wasn't a guy that did Fast and the Furious the same guy that did Jurassic World? Trevorrow is that the same guy? Who who did Jurassic World as a director? Uh, I think it was Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, and didn't he also do Fast and the Furious? Uh, that I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty me, sure he did, and that's kind of. I think he did. I, I, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to look it up right now. Yeah, look it up right now. Yeah, need a fact checker on yeah, this. Yeah, fact check right now in the podcast. I want to say he did, because there were so many moments in Jurassic World that were like fucking badass. That like when I rewatched it, I was like, "That's why I was bored in the second half of Jurassic World 2. because it was like, like not even just the ending that was fucking amazing, but like like I said in the podcast last week, where like 
the 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 helicopter goes down with the fucking pterodactyls and the explosion happens with nope. the Dominus Rex running. No? Nope. He directed Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World, The Book of Henry, and Jurassic World 3. The fuck? He didn't do Jurassic anything World else? 3. Star Wars? Nothing? No, remember he got fired no, from oh, he got right. fired. He got fired. He got fired from Star Wars. Damn. Okay, never mind wah, then. Wah. Then yeah, give, give Michael Bay on that. <laughs> 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 or like or like one of the Fast and the Furious directors. I don't know which one who did the recent ones, but just somebody that like high octane fucking action. That's why the first half of the, the second one was great. They're gonna because, throw like, the rock yeah. in the next one. <laughs> Wait, say it again? They're gonna throw the rock in the next one. I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what else? So, this news gets me excited. Okay. So, according to Kevin Feige, uh-huh. there is a strong possibility that the future uh-huh. of Avengers, they are going to do the Young Avengers. Gay people! Oh. <laughs> he said gay people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was that Hulkling and whatever. And yeah, Hulkling, Wiccan, Wiccan. Stature, okay. Hawkeye, Stature. Uh, Iron Lad, and Patriot. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> Heroic Hollywood asked Kevin Feige, is there a possibility for Young Avengers to join the likes of Runaways and Cloak and Dagger in the MCU? And he said, well, sure. And both of those you just mentioned, we talked about for a long time, and they went over to be successful TV shows. We've always been fans of Power Pack, and are figuring them out. So let's talk about bringing Power Pack to the MCU as well. And yes, <laughs> so where and when we would see that, the evolution of that, I don't know. And certainly taking our cue from the comics, as we always do, that's why we wanted to do Cassie, a very young Cassie in this movie, to be inspired by her father, just planting seeds. Oh. I like that idea. I mean, you know they could do it. They did Guardians of the fucking Galaxy, so they can do a team-based movie without any setup. Gay people. In Kevin Feige, we trust. Yeah, unlike Justice League. <laughs> you imagine they do Stature and like Hulkling and they do it better than fucking Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman? It's not okay, man. I'm definitely okay with it. <laughs> Give it to me now. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> and all the nerdies say it's pretty fly for Marvel Guy. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you get two and a half points. Oh, two and a half. Great. <laughs> uh, what else? So, yeah, more news has come out about the DC streaming service. And this actually makes me go, hmm. Mm, that was terrible. Okay. <laughs> but DC Universe, as it's officially called, is not only going to have original shows like Titans and the Harley Quinn movie and Young Justice Outsiders, but they're also going to have a bunch of classic DC TV shows like Batman the Animated Series. Mm, Spicing it up. Yeah, they're bringing uh, uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman on there and converting it to HD, which will be the first time that they've ever done that. Oh, okay. They're also going to be offering animated movies like Flashpoint Paradox. They're uh, bringing gonna, the whole library over. They're basically. bringing the whole library over. Uh, classic Batman and Superman movies. Hopefully not BVS because I don't want that. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the most classic. <laughs> but also with that, they're going to take a page from the Marvel Unlimited app and also uh, offer comics on DC Universe. 
So, wait, how do you? But it's TV service. So how does that work? Yeah, but you could also look at it on your, your phone, phone, or um, you could, or you could put it up on your TV. So you can so read. Comics so you can read comics on your TV. Interesting. Okay. So I'm saying uh, everything from Action Comics number one to Jeff Johns Justice League, all on your 64 wow. inch 4K TV. That sounds pretty fucking good, actually. So yeah. So uh, also, there's talks about uh, with the DC Universe uh, app or streaming service, you'll get exclusive access to various action figures and collectible items, including a six-inch action figure of the Justice League animated series characters. Wait, 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 wait! wait. You sign up for the for the beta? Uh, no, it's saying you uh, DC Universe members will also be given exclusive access to various action figures and collector's items. Oh, access. So it's not like they'll give it to you for free. No, they won't give uh, it to you for free. They'll oh. probably give you like a discount code or something. Oh, for okay. <laughs> I mean, a discount is better than nothing. I guess. I was like, oh, shit, you get free things for signing up? That's awesome. I'm going to sign up now. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, the, with that, the new series that they announced, which we already know, is Titans, Harley Quinn, Rated R, Harley Quinn, Young Justice, Outsiders, Doom Patrol, and Swamp Thing. So those are the series that are more or less confirmed. Of course, they're going to do more new series. And they're actually starting to fall, right? Titans or whatever. Yeah. So this the streaming service is supposed to start in August. But also with that, Young Justice, which was supposed to come out this year has been pushed back to 2019, which is trash. I mean, I guess they already have all this other stuff on the, you know, in the back burner. Like, Yeah, but Young Justice was the thing we were most excited about. Young Justice yeah. was the thing that pushed this DC streaming service before they even announced Titans. They got to hold their ace until next year. <laughs> until they get all the, I mean, there might be like bugs and problems, so they want to wait until all the problems are sorted out with the app first, maybe. And it doesn't say when in 2019. It just says 2019. So it could be December 2019, which I hope not. That'd be terrible. That'd be very terrible. So I don't know. We'll see. But I'm, but the but the fact that they're offering digital comics that kind of excites me because I've been saying for a while that DC needs to have a service like Marvel Unlimited because I have Marvel Unlimited on my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, if I want to go back and read back issues of DC Comics, I can't. So. That gets me more excited about getting this streaming service because before I was just like, eh. Now if they give a nice like six, seven dollar price point, not like ten or something, then I'd be more interested. Yeah, it also depends on how if they saying, oh yeah, forty dollars a month. Yeah, I'm not forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, doing that. I'm not doing that. I hope not. But also with that, uh, again, quote unquote, they gave a first look. This is why I say quotes because they already gave us one, but a first look at Robin from the Titan series. But a better first yeah, that's look. That's cool. Yeah, but it's still. I'm like. Where is Starfire? We already had that controversy, and you had plenty of time. Oh, I was listening to that. You episode. had plenty of time to come up with her look. Why haven't we that gotten a first she, look of Starfire? Yeah, Why haven't we gotten a first look of Beast Boy? Why haven't we got a first look of Raven? I mean, they gave maybe. an explanation of Starfire. They actually said it, she's supposed to be doing like a seventy comedy, uh, seventy club or something. Mm -hmm. She's coming out of. That's why she has that look. Yeah, yeah but, that was, but that was a behind the scenes. That was a behind the scenes photo that leaked. Why haven't we got an official set photo of her? Why do we keep getting pictures of Robin? Like I don't need to Maybe see four like, or five um, pictures of Robin. I'm thinking it could uh, something have to do with like digital stuff. They have to like edit stuff for her actual look, and you know they said they're gonna change her else. look. That was, that like I said that that was just for a club scene. They even though they haven't put any more out, but I seen some artwork behind the scene artwork. She have uh, regular flat hair. 
like Starfire. Hmm. Oh, like permed hair? Yeah. But considering all the controversy that came out because of the leaked uh, or the behind-the-scenes photo, you would think that would be the first thing they would try to get out, like because people hated that behind-the-scenes photo. So they're, they're like, trying to yeah. leave their best foot possible. They don't want exactly. any more you, controversy. You, but you would think the the Starfire thing would be like, "Hey nope, guys, more Robin." <laughs> it's like we got Batman. <laughs> it's like, "Hey guys, don't worry. This is what she actually she, she's actually gonna look like." But then, what if you still have hate? Like, even if it looked great. You don't think it's still going to be a population of people that's going to be like, no, boo, Black Starfire, boo. I mean, maybe. They, want, they just want all hype. So they want to go with their like their safe bet, which is Robin. I get it. I don't agree, I don't agree with it, but I get it. I don't like it. I know if she, I, you bet, like, I know for a fact, if they, they release a picture of her and she looked fucking great, there's still going to be a population of people going like, boo, she's not black, boo. Maybe. Well... Something else that I'm personally saying boo to because I'm not I never played this game series I have no connection to it I don't care but maybe you guys do you do probably since you played since since you have an Xbox not yet but Halo is getting a TV series officially ordered by Showtime for 2019. What live action? Live act? What? Yeah. Oh crap. No, he said, oh, crap. <laughs> Live action adaptation of the epic Xbox game franchise. I mean, Showtime's That's got a gonna be so good. Right? Showtime has a budget, right? I feel like it does. Showtime, Showtime has a budget. Kind of, I mean, it's a, it's a budget like HBO, more or less. So if they, what they do uh, with they Game say of what Thrones. They say what it's about? Uh, the scripted drama will feature 10-hour-long episodes in its first season. Oh, it's so 10 episodes and is expected to begin production early 2019. According to Showtime, the adaptation of Halo will take place in the universe that first came to be in 2001, dramatizing an epic 26th century conflict between humanity and an alien threat known as the Covenant. Halo will weave deeply drawn personal stories with action, adventure, and a richly imagined vision of the future. Hmm. I mean, depending on where they go with it, you don't even have to do a super high budget if you do like the origin kind of yeah, I don't know nothing about Halo, so I can't. I read the books. Me I fucking neither. love Team P- Team PS4. Team PS4. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the books. And that was mostly like like the first book, especially, was a lot about Master Chief and this and the Spartan system and the that whole experiment that made the Spartans and like it's actually a pretty interesting mythos. I, didn't I don't know there think were books. they. Yeah, they there were. Did the books come first or did the game? No, they came after. But they were like well thought out. So like I I actually fell in love with Halo not for the games. But for the mythos I've read about in the books, so when they did like Halo Reach, they kind of touched on it a little bit. Oh, wait, 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 wait! The books you read? I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but those were like the, like if I if I've read like ten books in my whole life, those were like two of them. <laughs> so okay, what, so were the, there you go. what were the other eight? What were the other eight? Yeah. It wasn't Ready Player One, I can tell you that. No, no, it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> Still haven't read that. That's Audible. So <laughs> it's so good. You guys, you guys need to read it, or at least listen to the rest of the Audible. Ugh, now we have to, since you told us to. <laughs> what are these? What are these it's words so on this page? I can't even get Michael to read comics. <laughs> yes, you can. Just not on a deadline. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't put me in a box. Oh my gosh. Anyway, what do you guys think of Why the Halo reading? series? I'm putting the comic geek in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what do you what do you guys think about the I'm Halo procrastinator. series? <laughs> it's gonna be good, I believe, because just like the short film they did of Halo, it was pretty good. So I think I believe it's gonna be a good uh, something to look forward to. Mm. Okay, Jake, what about you? 
Um, I've never played Halo before. I've just heard bits and pieces of it. Are you a place? You a PlayStation Four guy? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> He's like, I won. <laughs> I have a PlayStation Four in my mom's and an Xbox One in my dad's. No, you have failed me. <laughs> <laughs> I like PlayStation Four better though. So. Yay! I got him back. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fickle. <laughs> But um, if they have a good budget, then they could probably pull it off. Yeah, that would be the key, a good budget. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Not like CW budget. Oh, please no. <laughs> what are you talking about? CW is the highest quality. <laughs> well, speaking of something. Highest that quality also- of trash, maybe. <coughs> Woo! My throat needs a good budget. That's what I need, a sick budget. But anyway. <laughs> Speaking of something else that needs a good budget, well, Jordan, in the world of reboots and all that sequelitis, yada, 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 okay. well, Charlie's oh, no. Angels is getting a reboot. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! And they have, they, have, they have cast their first actress to play one of the angels, and it's going to be Naomi Scott, a.k.a. Kimberly the Pink Ranger from Power <gasps> oh, Rangers. Oh, I love her. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a good start. I guess. You say, I get. I mean, I don't want a Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I was gonna say, fucking, who, I don't really care about. Charlie. I don't care either. <laughs> but I mean, if you're gonna do it, at least have a good cast, and that's a good start to a good cast. Again, I don't care. But <laughs> oh, and uh, no, so I'm wrong. So she's the last one cast. So Kristen Stewart from Twilight and Lupita Nyong'o are on board to play the other angels. Lupita Nyong'o and who? Lupita Nyong'o, Kristen Stewart, and now Naomi Scott. Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart, yes. From Twilight? Twilight. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> Those other two don't even seem like they would like mesh well with her. No, not at all. What the? This, this cast is weird now. No, I'm out. You, I, I was barely in, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know they were on. But it says they were announced a while ago. But it says apparently they're still on board. But I'm like, Lupita Nyong'o is on Black Panther now. She's probably not gonna still do this shit. There's gonna be an announcement saying she dropped out. <laughs> I had a toe in. Now I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this water is all wrong. I'm not I'm not getting in. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm out too. But uh, somebody else that's kind of out. He's still staying in the franchise. But uh, Josh Brolin said he was not too pleased about his performance as Cable in Deadpool 2. Why? He says... Uh, well, I mean, I could guess why. We That's why we didn't think he was that strong in the movie. But what did he say? Uh, he says, I do like the way it turned out, but I thought I could have been better. Thank God, man. I literally want to redeem myself to myself. I want to do a better version of what I did. And he says, I got to know Ryan better. And I trust him more. And we started this volley where it was. This was actually fun. So, yeah, he says he wants to do a better version of Cable in X-Force than what he did in Deadpool 2. I mean, he's super one note in Deadpool. That's why. Just calling people cunts and stupid shit like that. Like, I I didn't like it. (laughs) How how did you guys feel about Cable in Deadpool? I agree, but also I kind of feel like, but that's how he was written, though. So it's like if you were written a certain way, you could only give but so much. The writer's fault. So yeah. he probably had more input on it where he can change some lines or make it seem more like of a cable role. True, true. Mm. Jacob, what do you think? I saw Deadpool 2 recently. I really liked him as cable. I just wish there was 
more of him and more of his background. Yeah. I think that's what was missing. It didn't have enough heart for that character. And, and, yeah. and the movie kind of wanted you to feel for him to some extent. That's why they showed his, his backstory with his family dying. Like, I should at least care about his revenge quest, but I really didn't. I was like, I don't know. I don't even know them. You didn't give me one scene with him and his family. So I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, just like I said in uh, our review, like for him to be the co-lead of the movie, I didn't really get any type of emotional connection to Cable. Like, I wish they would have shown more of his world in the future, which will Mm -hmm. also make me have more of a feel of why he decided to stay after he saved his daughter. Because they they talked about uh, peppered in just a little bit that the future was so fucked up. But how is it fucked up? Where are there sentinels in this world? Is the legacy virus yeah. take? Did the legacy oh, virus cool. take over the world? Like what? What? What makes the world fucked up? Because from what I saw, the world looked perfectly fine. They were in a nice little loft. Well, his apartment looked fine, well, but outside ap- it was like his apocalypse. Yeah, well, if it's an apocalypse, you're not living in a nice apartment. Yeah, like it almost looked like the days of future past were outside the window, but the apartment yeah. looked nice as fuck. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I wish they would have dropped a. Spider-Man reference, like Cable would have said something to Deadpool that he looks like Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is quote unquote the greatest hero where Cable comes from. Mm, but they couldn't because there's no, there's still Fox and Disney's like, don't you fucking talk about Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> well didn't Deadpool mention Thanos? That's true. Yeah, but he maybe did. it's because Josh Brolin played him, so they could like, get away with do. that. Yeah, because he said something. He said he said pump the brakes, Thanos, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's just him breaking the fourth wall, more or less. I mean, I say that, but then they're also making mad BVS references, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. Those are the best, too. I don't know, but anyway. Uh, so, something that this made me go, what the fuck? So, Jacob already mentioned it earlier, but uh. Jim Carrey is playing <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. And the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You say it like you're surprised. Are you that surprised? I can see it. A little bit, considering how Dr. Robotnik... I'm thinking about how Dr. Robotnik looked. Granted, they could put him in makeup and stuff like that. He played the Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The Grinch was fat and he was green, so... But I'm also like, where are they going with this movie? Like... They got James Marsden as the main lead, Tika Sumter as the female lead, now Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, and then who's playing Sonic? Granted, it's going to be a cartoon version of Sonic, but still. Yeah, that I'm not too sure about. So you got a cartoon version of Sonic fighting a real man? I mean, it's been done before. It has been done before, but it's still like... Smurfs and all that shit. Lately, I'm just like, <laughs> exactly, it was Smurfs, and that movie was stupid. What? You like Smurfs? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love the Smurfs, I was about Michael. to say, please I'm get offended. out of my house. <laughs> Blue lives like, that was matter. the line. That was Blue definitely the line. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Are you guys, like, let me, let me ask Jacob, you're younger. Do you, do you care about a Sonic movie, bro? Uh, if it was a strictly, like, high-quality animated movie, I'd be semi-hyped for it. But okay. if it's live-action, then it's just, why? There's no point <laughs> for it. Why? Exactly how I feel. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of it. Mark, what about you? How would you feel about it? Uh, I'm not really that interested in it. I think, I don't know. Who's the director? Uh, yeah, that. news guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cricket, cricket. 
Michael, if Michael Bay's directing it, I might give it a shot. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> it's the only way I'll watch it if Michael Bay directs it. <laughs> uh, Tim, I think Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Uh, Wait, Tim the guy Miller. did Deadpool? Yeah. What? Because I just googled uh, Sonic the Hedgehog director, and it says, uh, and Tim Miller came up. What? Okay, rated R Sonic the Hedgehog? No, it's definitely not gonna be rated R. Uh, they're gonna make Sonic a perv. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I mean, that actually makes me a little bit more excited for it. Because he did the best um, Batman commercial ever. That one where uh, it's like I think it was Arkham City. Whereas, like, uh, it goes through his life as, as, like, from when Bruce Wayne's parents died to him and, like... Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, when he grows up, it was, like, each gunshot is a transition. And he goes from, like, uh, a kid when his family died to him yeah, in, like, a just school, like, a school. Oh, right? Tim, no. is in a Tim, Miller, Tim Miller is producing it, but the director is oh. going to be a guy named Jeff Fowler. And Ooh. what else has he done? It's like fucking Star-Lord. Uh, <laughs> oh, if he did Smurf, somehow. He's done nothing that we would know. He's done Gilmore Girls. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a twist. And an animated film called Where Wild Things twist? Are. Where so, wild yeah, things we don't know. I don't. Um. So Yeah, yeah I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, Tim Miller's just producing. Were you even in in the first place? No, but. <laughs> now you're just more out. Yeah, I was trying to give it a chance. I mean. Whereas before you were dry, you were parking your car, but now you're driving away. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> well, Jordan, you want to know what's totally worth it? What? Because this is the best news ever. Uh, I don't believe Recall you. Recalling time that. too. <laughs> <laughs> so good news that you're gonna cry. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> so, Jared Leto has been cast oh God, no. as Michael motherfucking Morbius in the Spider-Man <laughs> Morbius spinoff. Oh, this news. Yes, this news. Oh, <laughs> this news. Yeah, I've ranted on this on my fucking Instagram account. <laughs> the greatest of all news. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this right off the bat. I've seen this argument online. I don't hate the casting, the casting choice. I do. I don't. <laughs> Only because... I think Jared Leto is a decent actor when not under direction of someone like David Ayer for Suicide Squad and as the Joker, whatever. He had so much try too hard as the Joker. This, I mean, Jared Leto seems like a fucking living vampire. Like, he's that kind yeah. of dude. I mean, yeah, because based he, on the stuff he, he that he like did he that uh, behind the scenes, like sending Viola Davis, like, dead rats and sh or something yeah, like all that. that weird shit. Yeah. But I just mean, like, if I were to cast that like in a Spider-Man movie, I'd be like, uh, I, I don't hate this. But what I do hate is that this is a fucking solo movie of Morbius. Who the fuck gives a fuck about Morbius solo? Like, Venom, you're you're really stretching it. And I need to see how that movie actually is before I can even like say if it's like good or bad or whatever. But like, Morbius? Like, this is like that fucking Black Cat and Silver Sable news. This is just like the Aunt May fucking spinoff that they're talking about once upon a time. <laughs> like, I don't want to see a Morbius Living Vampire solo movie. Like, if this was a villain for a Blade movie, sure. But a solo That'd movie cool. revolving around Jared Leto as Morbius? 
No. And what makes me angry about this is the fact that you can only fail upwards of Hollywood. He just had his like his outing as the Joker that everyone ba- universally basically panned. Like it wasn't like some people liked it, but for the the vast majority didn't. So it's like you give that same guy a solo movie in the comic book genre, like that doesn't seem right to me. Like don't like what the fuck. Yeah, agree. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> I am not okay with this. But you just said you're okay with it. No, I'm okay with the just if you the the if you were to put the casting in the bubble of itself, then it's like all right, well he's not a terrible actor. I can kind of see him in this role. But you, when you look at the bigger picture of this is him getting a solo movie, and at the same time he's also gonna get like his own Joker solo movie on top of that it's like what, what is going on with Hollywood right now where these people get like there's there's more than like 10 actors in Hollywood people but that's why that's exactly why I'm not okay with it this has nothing to do with Jared Leto as an actor okay I think he's a pretty like I saw him in Dallas Buyers Club he was pretty damn good that's what I'm going by too but my problem is that we already know he's the Joker in the DCEU and on top of that, he's getting like a hundred million Joker movies. Hundred million. <laughs> and then not only that, it's like now you're casting him as Michael Morbius. It's like, where are the? What other actors are there? Like, there's more than just Jared Leto. Like, and it and it, and it kind of makes me think of, especially superhero movies. It seems like they only look at the same actors. Like you got Josh Brolin playing Thanos and Cable. You had Chris Evans, mm-hmm. who I love as Captain America, but he's he was Captain America and, and the Human, Human Torch. Torch. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan was the Human Torch and Killmonger. Yeah. And then you uh, had other actors who I can't think of right now playing multiple comic book roles in multiple movies. Or now you got like Ryan Men Reynolds. in Black. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson in the Men in Black movie. As, but they were also in Thor Ragnarok. And it's like... Yeah. Give other act like I'm pretty sure there's another uh, maybe a lesser known actor who probably would have played the shit out of a Michael Morbius, but you wanted to get Jared Leto instead, and it's like why? <laughs> he said why? <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, that's that's what I don't like. The fact that it's like these comic book movies seem to be casting the same actors yeah. in just different roles. Like even think about uh, Justice League. You got Lawrence Fishburne playing Perry White, but now he's also in Ant Man. It's like, come on, guys. Can you get somebody else? I agree. What do, what do you guys think? Jacob, what do you think? Um, I'm a big fan of Spider-Man, but I don't want this at all. <laughs> the last time I saw Morbius in anything like um, on TV or something was in the Ultimate Spider-Man Halloween episode. And that was okay. Plus, I haven't seen Jared Leto in anything besides Suicide Squad, so I don't really have a re- point of reference of how good an actor he is i mean he's not he's not bad i've seen him in a couple other things like i think it's a lot of the fact that he he really tried too much to be edgy as the joker like, i think a lot of that was like him trying to outdo the heath ledger performance trying to make it his yeah. own because he he seems like the type of guy that wants to always be unique and special and avant-garde and different and on top of that, David Ayer just being a fucking shitty director for this type of thing. So I think that was a lot of why Joker in the DCEU sucked. But that's just me. Uh, Mark, I what do so, you think? I sort of agree with Michael as well because I feel like a lot of these actors are double dipping. They're playing too many of superhero characters at DC, Agreed. back to Marvel, yeah. Marvel back to DC. I feel like they want to, they need to be separated for some reason to keep their own entity. Yeah. I'm just going by what people see set lines. Like, oh yeah, man. 
Like, Jared Leto could be a good Morbius. Yeah, he could be. If it was a fucking Spider-Man movie, if it was a fucking Blade movie. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, like, want him specifically, but, like, yeah, if you're going to do it. So, I don't want a solo Morbius movie. At all. Like, who is this for? Exactly. That's what what Morbius fans? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think Morbius was, like, one of the weaker storylines in the original Spider-Man animated series. It's like, I don't, I don't care about his plasma addiction. <laughs> I don't care. At all. <laughs> I like the accent. At all. But, uh... Mm, okay. Something that I guess would care about, because we talked about there needed to be more supervillains in Black Lightning, but uh, there's talk hmm? that the uh, villain, one of the main villains in season two of Black Lightning is going to be an... Uh, Villain from the Outsiders. Her name is going to be uh, Doctor Helga Jace. Smolder Bravestone. <laughs> no, uh, Jumanji. <laughs> Doctor Helga Brace, uh, and then they're also going to have a new love interest for Anissa and a new principal for Garfield oh. High. But the villain that they're introducing, it says the sociopathic scientist named Doctor Jace appears. Uh, in 1983 19, 1983's Batman and the Outsiders and at first she is an ally to the Outsiders but then she's actually a villain that works for the Manhunters now granted they're probably not going to introduce the Manhunters in, in the series but uh, it's saying that uh, she's closely associated with uh, Metamorpho who I don't know who that is but uh, Mark, you maybe DC Comics nerds. Do you, you, who was Metamorpho? Enlighten us. You you got me on that one. I don't know <laughs> like Blake Act, uh, Blake Black yeah. Gay Comic Geek. You got me on that one. Somehow I know who Metamorpho is. Ah, uh, Jordan's DC comic nerds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's that. I mean, he's pretty whack. It's that that villain who's like or antihero, I guess. Who's like multicolored? Like he's got like a white face, like a like a purple body on one side and a yellow like, arm on the other. Oh, and, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah he yeah, like yeah. transforms into like gas and like elements and it's stupid. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> he's been in Justice League. He's been in Brave and the Bold. He's I think he was even yeah. was he he was in some movie too. He's been in a lot of things. But he's just pretty. He's a pretty whack Batman. I, I don't. Even, is he a Batman character, or just a? He was on Batman. I don't know if he's a Batman character, but I did recall seeing him on uh, Brave and the Bow. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's pretty. He's pretty whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's pretty whack. Well, final news. Ah, oh, wrapping it up of the night. So, there's this comic book series called Faith. And it is about a plus size Ultra? superhero. Oh, oh, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is about a plus size superhero. I actually have these comics. I oh, I've heard, I've seen this character before. Yeah, I haven't. I, I have the comics, and I got the uh, auth- author to sign them in New York Comic Con, but I haven't read them yet. <laughs> of course, of, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> comic geek, <laughs> I strip you of your title. <laughs> I will read them eventually. I cast you out. <laughs> 
but he is not worthy. <laughs> or as soon, as soon as there's a YouTube video about it, I'll watch it. Oh my God. <laughs> Jacob, you, you said to me before, I was like, wow, that's so Michael. You were like, I got to watch the Flash the Flash War uh, uh, videos on YouTube. Like, Michael, I literally like, came into his house. He was literally watching the YouTube video for Flash War. I'm like, you fucking bitch. But no, only because I knew you were on your way over, and I'm like, I have a fit because I read the first two issues. And I knew there were more. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to finish this before Jordan comes on. Let me just watch the YouTube videos. You can literally <laughs> read it in the time it takes you to watch the video. No, no, no. <laughs> I, can, I can listen to the video while doing other stuff. You sick of me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Sony Pictures is developing a live action version of Faith. And uh, <laughs> trying to get that franchise. <laughs> yeah, uh, and her superhero name is known as Zephyr. But for those of you that don't know, it's, yeah, I know nothing about her. It says, uh, Faith, she was orphaned at a young age, but now uses her Naturally. ability to fly and levitate other objects around her. So basically, She's or, Uraraka? Or Uraraka, yeah. Wow. <laughs> to protect Los Angeles, all the while really? working as a reporter as her day job. And it says, the, uh, the comic series was very, very, very popular because, you know, uh, she's a teenage plus size superhero you know you don't really see even they kind of talked about it on Deadpool with uh, Fire Fist he's like how often do you see a plus size superhero fuck you he says something like that in Deadpool too. so yeah, yeah they're doing a uh, live action Faith movie so I mean but it's Sony so I don't know we'll see to, again I gotta see how Venom is but yeah for those of you that are fans of Faith I'm way more interested in this than like Venom or anything. Agreed. Especially this is, adds a little bit more representation to the superhero genre that I think is desperately needed. Especially, like, yeah. I mean, like you said, Deadpool made a joke about it. So it's like. Agreed. I mean, there's some representation issues that I purposely didn't talk about with Michael B. Jordan going on right now that I left out the news. Wait, what? What Michael B. Jordan? What? Because, uh. Wait, 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 before we move on. Wait, what, did, what do you guys think about this news? I don't know if you know anything about Faith, but. I do not. Do you do you want to see a plus size superheroine? Yeah, definitely. So um, she's with Marvel. Uh, no, she's no, not Marvel. She's va- Valiant. Uh, yeah. Valiant. Oh, well. So so no Spider-Man crossovers. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, wait. So what's going on with Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> As you blow your nose. <laughs> oh, Becky. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Did you name your snot? <laughs> it's alive. It's, it's alive. I mean, it's, there's something crawling into my boogers. It's like that sludge monster in season one of my hero. <laughs> oh, God. First of all, <laughs> that was my fucking worst fear. I hate body invasion. <laughs> oh. My snot is gonna crawl inside of Jordan. Don't ill. Oh, um, no, Xander, Xander's cut on. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Uh, found it. So yeah, I mentioned before that Michael B. Jordan is doing a. Uh, so I guess this will be the final news bit. Yeah. But I purposely, I, I took this out because I was like, uh, I don't want to talk about this. I'm sick. Uh, you got something to rage about? Maybe. Uh, no, I'm not. You might. I'll let you do it. What? But yeah, uh, you, I told you, I mentioned to you before that Michael B. Jordan is doing a uh, uh, producing Raising Dion for Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, that that uh, the trailer we saw with the little black kid that has all the powers. Yeah, yeah, 
And so they yeah. cast. He's like, a, he's like a black Jack Jack. <laughs> yeah, they, they cast the mother. They cast the mother and the little boy. Uh, the actress. Oh, so it's not the people that were in the trailer. They're doing like no. They're recasting. Okay. What? The actress is gonna be Alicia Wainwright, and the boy is a newcomer called Josiah Young. That's a dope ass name. He sounds like a superhero just in that name. <laughs> and so these are them right here. This picture. Okay. It's on Michael B. Jordan's uh Instagram page. Okay. So it's a little black boy, black woman. Oh. Wait, what does that mean? People are upset because light skin. Because they're both light skin, the mother and the son. Because if you look about the original footage. <laughs> who just did that was that Mark <laughs> he said <laughs> yeah if you look at that original footage the uh, original actors were both two uh, the, a dark skinned mother and a dark skinned kid yeah so you know there's controversy I, that's why I was like I don't want to talk about this I'm sick <laughs> but yeah so now there's controversy and people calling out Michael B. Jordan and saying they're not going to watch this show yada 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 because basically they're accusing him of colorism because they're saying you know Instead of casting dark or the, either using the same actors and actress or casting different dark skinned actors and actresses, the fact that he's using light skinned black people as opposed to it was originally about dark, two dark skinned black people. Yeah. Now, controversy. <laughs> controversy. <laughs> so, yeah, people on Twitter, I'm upset about this raising Dion casting. Uh, Man. It's like, sometimes you can't win. People man. saying my interest in this show is gone. This is another colorist casting. The mother was dark skinned. I guess MBJ, Michael B. Jordan, thought only dark skinned women live in Wakanda. Wow. Ooh. Some of these comments. It says, how you cast this way looking at the short and comic? This is beyond me. Oh, so there's also a comic, too. Yeah, but I dark, wonder why yeah, they, they changed were dark, it. They were dark in the comic as well. Okay, that's hurting the case a little bit. If it was just if it was just a trailer, then it was like, nah, well, no, they're, no, they're dark in the comic as well. Okay, well, that's kind of. So it says this is beyond me. This is racist and colorist. I wouldn't go and that I mean, far. I, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But I mean, I get it because I mean, truth of the matter is, I kind of feel that way about Storm. The new Storm, like the one in Apocalypse. Yeah, like Alexandra Ship, and even Halle Berry. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if if Marvel gets if Marvel gets X Men and gets a light skin and they get black a light skin black, uh, oh, you're gonna rage out? I'll be mad. <laughs> oh, Mark will become Hulk, <laughs> the Incredible Bulk. That's Black Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I'm like, just be happy with that. We're getting a black. We're getting a series about black superheroes. We don't have any. Yeah. We barely uh-huh. have any. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I get the outrage. No, I, I get the outrage to an extent. Especially based off a comic. Like, okay. if they did Miles Morales, but he was, like, light-skinned Miles Morales, like, like almost, like, you know, caramel-colored. Like. Or, like, the same way I feel about uh, uh, Sunspot in the New Mutants movie, where, uh, what's his name? Uh, God damn it. Hold up. Let me look up the characters. Hold um, <laughs> I mean, but, like, to, to call it racist, I mean, come on. Especially, I, I assume all the people that are complaining are black people. It's like, you could be upset... But to go as far as to call Michael B. Jordan racist for it, like you don't really know what the casting process was like. Maybe these were the best actors for it. He didn't cast white people or so or some other race. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still, they're still black. So then it's like you get this weird division where you're calling him racist for not choosing a darker skin complexion black person. But it's like, why are you getting upset that a black person was cast at all? Like it's we're all the same race. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like we got to the point in our society where we just not only do we complain about more things, but it's like, 
there are bigger battles to fight. And like you to make that external conflict so internal that you're pointing the finger at other black people and calling them racist for hiring a black person that in your mind wasn't black enough, like that's that's too much. So Sunspot, this is Sunspot from the comics when he was first introduced. And his first he looks almost black. Yeah, his first arc was being not being discriminated against, not because he was a mutant, but because he was a dark skinned uh, Brazilian. Okay. But in the new mutants movie, this is what he actually looks like. This is what they cast the actor. This is the actor that they actually cast. Uh, hold up. I got to pull that up, too. This is the actor for Sunspot. The fuck is a white guy? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has, like, night and day. All right, that... Like there's, he's he's Brazil- there's a valid like, complaint. He's, act- he's actually Brazilian, like Sun like Sunspot is Brazilian, but it's not Yeah. But it's like the most whitewashed Brazilian yeah. you could possibly find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, there, there's an argument to be made there, but like that's the black kid. Like I you can instantly see that that kid's black. Just he's not like dark skinned black. Or like kind of what black. kind of what we said about charm, where you was like, Yeah, that's the little bit of pepper and that's yeah. the that's the little bit of color that you could put in that show. Yeah. When I said they're women of color, but you're like, mm, are they though? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I but I also get the argument because it's like this is not a coincidence. Like on some level even if it's subconscious, these choices are made because we do live in a, a, not, a non-colorblind society where light-skinned people are, you know, they're more preferential. They're, the city is more beautiful. So, like, there is an argument to be made, but you don't want to, like, burn. You don't, It's not the hill you want to die on, especially if, like, your whole case is like, oh, well, yeah, they're black, but they're not black enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they call the person racist for it. That's, that's too much. But what, what, do you, what do you guys think? Jacob, what do you think about this? I'll start with you. Um, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I don't think that some of the comments that are basically outraging are deserved. I mean, especially towards Michael B. Jordan being a black man himself Mm. and just yelling at him for being quote unquote racist or colorist or whatever. It just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. I'm, there's still, you know, uh, black actors and actresses and it's like you said, it's a show mainly focusing on them. So I just don't think the comments are necessary. Agree, agree. What do you what do you think, Mark? As a fellow blurred, I've, I sort of feel the same way. The comments mm. are not necessary, but I wonder why they actually changed them. Because from that yeah, trailer, the, it felt like they they were doing a good job for that role. And so why did they all of a sudden they want to go with a light skin? I just wanted to know that reason why behind that. Yeah, did they say why they're recasting? Were those were oh, they not like actual actors? Were they just like that? I don't know. Cause it's not like, cause it's not like they could even say, well, we just said, well, we don't know who they are, so we decided to go with names. I don't know who they are. And it even says the guy, the little kid, is a newcomer. So my guess, I mean, from the trailer, I didn't feel like the mother was that great of an actress. Like it, it seemed like a fan film. Yeah, it definitely seemed like a fan. So like film. maybe that's why they recast. Cause that's they what I'm saying. Actors. Like maybe we don't. Series, right? and I, that's what I was saying. Like we don't know. Maybe yeah. the people that actually came in, maybe they were the best. But then also, I don't know. You could run into the same argument that we said before. It's like, well, what's your scope then? What Where's the Stranger Things kid at? He would've been good. <laughs> I don't know how old he has to be, but I was just saying, well, he's kind of yeah, he's kind of old. He would be a great Miles Morales. Luke, Lucas on uh. Yeah, Lucas and Stranger yeah, he's, Things. He's kind of old. How old is he? He looks like he's like 12, 13. But I think Dion's I think he's supposed like to be 17. like 17. I think Dion's supposed to be like eight. 
Oh, the Avengers is too old. But I do want that kid to be uh, Miles Morales in, in Marvel. I think he'd be a great Miles Morales. And Michael's head is exploding with fun. And maybe that's our cue to wrap up this episode. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, so what, wait, how'd you feel about it? I said how I felt. I was like, I get it. But at the same time, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on the side of like they're, being, they're doing too much. Yeah. 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 But like I said, at the same time, I'm like, if you cast, if Marvel gets Storm, and I see a light. <laughs> but, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying they do too much, but then in the same breath, they're like, but, but I'm if not, they but do I, it. But I'm, not calling, but I'm not saying racist. I'm not doing that. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're saying incredible bulk. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's kind of like how I felt about Last Jedi. Like, I didn't like it, but I'm not calling uh-huh. people, you know, chasing people off Twitter and shit like that. Oh, or raising $15 million to, to, do, to redo the oh, movie. I forgot about that. It's so ridiculous. Do it again, but we've done it. I don't, I don't like that version. <laughs> like, if anything, fuck it. Use that money to make a new Justice League. How about that? <laughs> like, Basically. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, redo that shit. Well, I mean, yeah. All right, I guess it's been Blur Version for the week. I mean, it was great having you guys on, Mark and Jacob. How would you guys feel about having your first episode with us on? Felt oh, great. I was super anxious the whole time. I was shaking. What? <gasps> yeah, but this is this has been super fun. I've been waiting for it all day, all week. Yeah, I'm glad we could so, work through our technical issues and make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that we figured just, it out, we shouldn't have this issue again. <laughs> yeah, and we'll actually be better prepared I, next I time. I just can't thank you guys enough. Oh, Jacob, oh, man. It's, thank you. Fans like you are why we do this in the first place. So it's, it's really Don't make me cry on air, on. Jordan. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? What? Don't make me cry on air, Jordan. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. If you cry, I would cry. So let's not do that. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, fans like both of you guys, that's why I'm he's sitting here sick right now, still still pushing through to give you guys another episode. Yeah. To I'll be here on Monday, Monday, yo, Monday yo, morning yo. or afternoon. Yeah. What yeah, I want to take it away from Michael. Mark. What did you say? What happened to the rapping Michael? Yo, 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 this is MC Michael. Mikey. Oh, no, you, you did that earlier in the podcast before they jumped on. <laughs> yeah, before you guys came on, I did that a little bit. No, the, give, him, give him a little bit. But yeah, I'm at, I'm at half strength like oh. All Might. <laughs> Come on, All Might able to... He still gave that last punch. It, he gave United States Smash t- nothing. Yeah, my United States Smash was before they came on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give him a rap, Michael. Give him a freestyle before we get out the podcast. Come on, Come on, do it. Woo! <laughs> oh, you bitch! <laughs> you kind of all—that's why you're all for one. <laughs> oh, no. All right, come on. What the fuck was that? I was, I was trying is, to beat. Is box. that a Mega Man video game? Like, what was that? <laughs> what was that sound effect? I was trying. <laughs> that's no. That's like the. That's like a club beat. Yo. Uh. Yo. Uh. This podcast is almost over. It's time yeah. to close the show. So we're getting out of here. Jordan, it's time to go. Oh, <laughs> he actually did a good one. <laughs> <laughs> MC Mikey. <laughs> Round of applause, Michael. Round of applause. <laughs> I take it. I'll take it. My throat hurts. <laughs> wow. All right, Wait, Michael, man. I do have a question for you. For the week. Mark, Jacob, thank you so much for being on. We're going to have thank you back you on again us. sometime, guys. Cool. All Thanks right. For sure. Yeah. You have my Instagram, yeah, just text me. Oh, yeah, you guys want to just real quick... Uh, actually, when we do our closing thing, I'll, when we give it to you guys, just say your, um, hey, where people can find you if you want people to find your Instagram and stuff, right? 
All right. Plug yourselves. Uh. You got full permission. <laughs> but yeah, it's been Blur Vision for the week. This has been Jordan with. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, as long as my voice is like this, I could probably come up with a different character for this voice as long as it lasts. <laughs> oh my God. This is, that's what you're thinking about right now. That's what I, I am thinking about. I was like, what character could I use for this voice? Granted, this voice is going to go away when I heal, but I'm, try, I'm trying to like brainstorm right now. Jerome. Yo, this is Tisha, and I'm a heavy smoker. <laughs> wow. Hey, Jordan, you got, you got some six packs? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do my abs, baby. <laughs> it's rock solid. Um, okay. Wait, Michael, before I go, I have a question. Come back. Boner alert. Oh, God. No, I take it back. Michael, I have a question for you. All right, all right, Jacob, what about you? I actually have a question for Michael. Oh, go for it. What's your question? Where have your Buffy references been, dude? You've been slacking lately. I did mention Buffy. When? This episode? Uh, I don't think you did. No, I didn't mention Buffy this episode. So actually, I did slack. But the other times I've mentioned Buffy, they've been more. I can't remember. It's been so they've many. Been more, they've been more remember. like they've been more like quick, quick, quick references, uh, okay. as opposed to like, well, this doesn't remind me of episode, but it would be like, no, Buffy. Jacob, why are you doing this? Now I'm gonna hear about Buffy all next week. Like, <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot. Episodes, I actually didn't yeah. mention Buffy in this episode. Oh, uh, you see what you did? <laughs> Thanks, Logic. <laughs> but we did just now. <laughs> Some accounts. Well, yeah, last, last, now that I remember, last week's episode, I brought up Buffy because uh, Jordan was like, oh, you're a comic geek. And I was like, well, I, as much as I like Buffy, I haven't really read all the, I'm behind on season, season, they're on like oh, season, yeah, I remember. yeah, they're on like season 12 and I only read season eight. Mm, that's true. That's true. Great. Anyway, <laughs> but the Buffy podcast. Buffy reference. There you go. <laughs> all right, Jake, where people find you? Uh, my Instagram is Jacob Longoria 2014. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Mark, what about you? You can find me at DC Comments underscore Unlimited. It's a playoff of Justice Unlimited. Oh. Woo! All right, man. <laughs> and that's been Blair Review for the week, and we will see you next week. Peace! Bye, guys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>